Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 12th of September, 2018. This is The Gap, episode 436. I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gore is here, and you're leaving tomorrow. Where are you going? Going to Thailand. Uh, yeah, decided to finally fulfill my dream of going to Thailand and getting the plastic surgery I always wanted. Right, you're getting that, those butt implants. Big, beautiful breasts. Uh, yep, yeah, it's about time, I, I think. I've, you know, I've worked so hard to grow my own boobies for so long, uh, and they're okay. You know, my boobs are <laughs> decent, I guess. I had a lot of KFC chicken growing up, which is, of course, how you grow big, beautiful breasts. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I just I decided that they're not big enough, so fuck it. I'm going to go to Thailand, get it done. It's time. Yeah. Nice. Uh, also, I'll check out some Overwatch World Cup stuff, I guess. But who's playing? Focus. Uh, it's the World Cup qualifiers in Bangkok. So it'll be, I believe it is Australia, China, Thailand, some Scandinavian countries. The Scandinavian country is going to be the scariest. I'm hoping the Team China plays mostly like the Shanghai Dragons and the, um, they are the worst professional sports team in recorded history. Uh, yeah. Cool. That's about it. We just got to beat some Scandinavians. Right. Um, are they doing that thing? Remember the first time they did it? It was like, it's a bunch of like pro players with streamers. They, they scrapped that whole thing, right? Yeah, that's, that's done. Yeah. Um, it's all pro players. Uh, team Australia isn't even doing all just the one team anymore. Because yeah. last year they did all blank esports as their the Team Australia team. Uh, this year they've got t- like players from everywhere. They've got um, a couple of blank guys. I believe a couple of Melbourne Order guys. Um, one dude from the Drop Bears. Uh, there should be more from the Drop Bears, but there's one. Uh, and Custa from the LA Valiant. Uh, I always forget which team he's on, but yeah, LA Valley. Uh, so yeah, all of those, and yeah, it should be good. I mean, I've never been to Thailand before, so I'm pretty excited. Uh, How long is your recovery time? When, recovery when, are, you, when are you back? Yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> all right, next Tuesday. So like no time at all. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be. Uh, a rough one because I come back and I believe I'm going straight into a shit ton of work on the Tuesday. Yeah, uh, and then and then obviously we're watching Predator all day on the Wednesday. So yeah, it's going to be tricky. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to have to work on the plane. I think. <laughs> okay, you should uh, borrow Nate's uh, uh, pedal, foot pedal. Oh yeah, yeah. Genius. Uh, do you or do you have one already? No, I do not. Okay. Um, I'm not about that pedal life, but I, I will get um, Rev.com to do all my stuff. From oh, okay. Yeah. It is literally Rev.com for those uh, who don't know. Rev.com is a transcription service where you pay one US dollar per minute of transcription. And um, so if you pay 300 and $50, you can get the podcast transcribed. Um, and they do all the ums and, <laughs> and uhs and all that kind of shit as well, which is pretty good. But yeah. How uh, trolly would that be to, to get them to listen to the podcast every week and transcribe it? <laughs> That's it. That's what we need. 
That's what we dedicate. Just to get more clicks. That's what we dedicate our Patreon money to from now on. <laughs> so that I can put it up on YouTube with, with annotations and stuff. Of course, with the, yeah, subtitles. Um, no, the real trolley thing would be to get it transcribed and then put it in as a question for us to read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, um, we used it for, I've only okay. used it once before and that was for my, um, uh, heroes fucking must die. Shadows die twice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, that was interesting because like me, Miyazaki was speaking like his local language and then we were speaking our like, like local language. And then you could see it in the notes of them being like speaking in foreign language. <laughs> so yeah, they, they didn't transcribe that part, but fair enough. Mm. Uh, what you do, Luke, what you should have done is you save yourself a bunch of money if you cut out all the shit you don't want transcribed. No, I didn't pay for right. it. it. Wasn't me. What still? Yeah, still, like you save yourself a bit of extra time sorting through shit as well. Yeah, uh, I, I cut out all my own questions uh, except when I have a conversational interview where I'm like, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah." Here's what I think. What do you think on that? I'll leave it in then because I often interject with shit. Hmm. Uh, but if it's a direct interview, it's like questions and answers, then I'll, uh, I'll cut out my own questions. I'll cut out the bit at the end where I thank them for talking to me and I'll cut out all that kind of shit. Yep. Um, so it's just their answers. And then the other thing you do is you um, noise, do noise reduction mm-hmm. um, because – do all this audacity. You do noise reduction because uh, any any extra noise makes it harder for them to transcribe, and uh, that just means more time you spend fixing words that they fucked up. Uh, and then the other thing you do is you um, speed shift it uh, by sixty percent faster uh, to save yourself a bunch of money, like a third of the price, and then you pitch shift it. Uh, so it sounds like actual humans are talking, but they're talking really fast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you save yourself about uh, like, yeah, about 30%. Mm. Like, so instead it's it's actually closer to a dollar per minute. Yeah. An Australian dollar per minute. Uh, and yeah. That's that's really good when it's like a, a European person they're trying to transcribe. So it's sped up <laughs> <laughs> as well. And you just like, because I struggle sometimes with just the normal speed. I, I tend to slow it down when I yeah. transcribe. Like, I'll slow it down to, um, I don't know, like 80%, 70%, and that way I can write while they're talking. And yeah. sometimes I'm like, I have no idea what this word is they're saying. And I was yeah. in the room at the time. <laughs> yeah, and I have the full context. I'm not, like, coming into this with no idea what esports are or what an overt watch is, which is what I got to transcribe for yeah. Overwatch back as. Uh, yeah, so... Um, it's always always uh, good to just chuck it on red. But I don't do the transcribing myself because uh, what like what what am I worth per hour? Yeah, and how many hours does it take me to transcribe shit? I would say it takes me uh, now about twice uh, the length of the interview itself, uh, and that's being generous. Sometimes like three times. Mm. I'm nowhere near uh, the same speed as the interview itself because uh, yeah like you I can't listen to it at full speed I have to listen to it at fucking slowed down uh, so yeah if it's going to take me an hour uh, what's and, and it's a 20 minute um, 
interview, yeah, I, I noticed that now is the time to decide to start whip snipping. Uh, so that's perfect. Uh, time for the leaf blower. Can you hear that? I slightly, but oh, we, we'll get rid of it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Tw- Twenty. Uh, Am I worth 20 bucks an hour? Um, most would argue no, but I will argue that I am. And so, yeah. Yep. 20 bucks. Too easy. Cool. Got to do it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just rev that dot com that shit and turn it into a story. Bingo, bango. That's the trick of the esports journalist of the year. Joby. Um, yeah. Anyway, Thailand should be good. I'm definitely going to eat a fuck ton of awesome Thai food. They love pork in Thailand. Uh, so that is, I, and I love to eat pork and I never get to eat pork. So yeah, exciting. I'm pumped. I'm well pumped. Nice. And then, yeah, when we get back, we're going to watch Predator for an entire day. Yeah. We're going to do, um, uh, are we, are we doing Predator in the morning and then like, how's it working this time? We've changed the, the plan, haven't we? Uh, so I haven't seen yeah. the messages yet. Because I was so, busy. <laughs> there's a 7.30, I think, session of uh, the new Predator, the Predator. Yeah. Um, and so we will watch the other Predators from probably around 11. Okay. Uh, and then roll on through, uh, getting drunk, watching Predator, and then go in loaded <laughs> to the new Predator. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's next week. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> yep. That that should be exciting. Even if it's bad, we can probably make it good. We can definitely make it good. We'll yeah. Just hopefully nobody is in that session with us. Uh yeah. Well that'll suck for them. But yeah. It'd be great for us. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Should we talk about some games then? Uh yeah. Got a lot here. Um might just cap off Marvel Spider-Man. I jumped um, back into that after we finished podcasting. Um, they released... Well, obviously, the game came out. We talked about it last week. If you haven't listened to it, you should go back and listen. It's a pretty... I'd say pretty spoiler-free um, discussion, right? It goes for about an hour. Uh, and yeah. it's... Yeah, so since then, the game's out. Um, and they put out a, a day one patch... Um, a little bit before, but that basically contains some bug fixes. But the big one was the photo mode, um, which they attached. And that's, uh, I think I spoke about this last week, like the the Sony trying to one-up each other or the, their like first party studios <laughs> um, between like God of War, or Last Last of Us or, or the Uncharted series uh, and now like Spider-Man. Um, yeah. And the, the photo mode is really freaking good, eh? It's- um, it's got a lot of sort of different filters in there. Um, you can move the camera around quite, you know, a decent uh, ways away from where Spider-Man is on the screen. Um, you can make him do certain poses. There are like things in there, like stickers you can put on the screen and sort of create your own little comic book frames. Um, there are things you can do with like shifting the FOV, making the colors look different. You can jump in there, change your spider suit, Spider-Man suits, and make all that sort of stuff look differently. Uh, you can you can stop the game pretty much anywhere uh, while you're roaming around the world and take a awesome photo. Um, yeah, and I freaking love the stuff Sony's doing with this because 
it's um I've seen a lot of of people posting the last like week. All these mm-hmm. like everybody's getting into it, man. And it's really cool to see people jumping in and sharing different ways of taking like photos. There's some really cool stuff out there. Um, I posted some stuff on the reset era thread, which is um. It's basically like the new NeoGAF once the NeoGAF people went all weird um, yeah. with the guy that owned it. But there, yeah, there's an entire thread in there that I posted and it's it's up. <laughs> there's a lot of pictures in there um, yeah. for the time being. Really cool stuff. So I've been sort of going through that and checking out. I think out I only saw post. your stuff on Twitter. But, yeah. Um, but I'm good. Like, I think it's really cool to put in Spider-Man in particular. I know Sony had done it in all of their games so far. Yeah. Uh, but um, I think it's really cool in Spider-Man in particular because of the connection that's, that Pete Parker has to photography. Hmm. Uh, and, and I think, uh, you know, they do some basic photography bullshit in the game as it's like leading you along by the nose to certain collectibles. Yeah. But uh, like empowering the player to go out there and, and take the best shots they can, I think is really cool. It's not for me though. I don't give a fuck about any photo mode ever. I think I only ever take photos. Oh, sorry, screenshots in games to use in um, in articles, and I don't think I'm artistically uh, capable yeah. of doing anything particularly interesting. Uh, I don't like. I just don't have an eye for it. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but like I do like seeing what other people have put together. Yeah, so there's there's like there's a, a suit in there which is the um, the Infinity War suit from um, the most recent spy- uh, Marvel film, uh, yeah. and in oh even sorry it's the Homecoming suit, um, the one that like Tony Stark gives to to Peter Parker and he's like, hey, here's your new suit. It's like a fancy one. Um, Yeah, that's actually in the game. Um, And when you- I I took a couple photos of that and it looks fucking amazing. Like, it's hard to tell that you're looking at a a game screenshot. Um, And there are a bunch of people that have done this, like, similar things where they've put up, like, photos of that. It's like, this is actually a screenshot from a game, not from the movie, because that's how much detail they've gone into um, with yeah. some of those suits. They look really cool. And then there's things like being able to make your own sort of like comic book cover. Um, I've seen some really cool ones of that. Like, I just did a simple one of just his sort of head, um, which I thought looked okay. But yeah, there's some really sick photos in there that look outstanding. Mm. So. Yeah, um, I didn't play too much more. I, I went through and I platinum the game. Um, I think I was talking about it last week that I was maybe like three or four trophies away and it wasn't a lot of work. It was basically just uh, doing a couple more of those challenge missions and getting some more tokens and then uh, unlocking all the suits pretty much. So, yeah, first game of platinum. And I'm, I'm not like I'm not a trophy person either. I think I spoke about this before uh, it just so happened that i was so close to doing it anyway that i was like oh I'm, i may as well just get to the end it only took me like half an hour so yeah wasn't that far off and it seems like a lot of people are, are getting that platinum trophy at the moment that have been reviewing it so um i guess that's a good thing because <laughs> it doesn't mean people are grinding for it and they don't feel like they need to to jump in yeah. there and do it it's just something that was organically like oh i'm pretty close to that i may as well give it a crack because, um, I, like, I look through a bunch of the trophy lists that I've got at the moment, and 
there was I, I th- feel like it was Mass Effect 2 or something that was like the next highest one on my list uh, so I don't really um, and that's that's like a game where I don't even understand how that's the next highest one on my list because yeah. that's super strange to me but and it, <laughs> it was like 58% or 70% or something oh, like wow. that um, <laughs> so it wasn't that high <laughs> yeah it wasn't even that high and I'm like I don't trophies or achievements is not really something that I go for in games so just like oh it's just something that in Spider-Man I was pretty close to getting anyway because they're like the collectible stuff in that game was something that I felt like like, I don't need to go and do it but I was having fun doing it so and it just so happened to unlock trophies so yeah it was fun and it was fun Um, but you haven't jumped in to check out the new you didn't play with the photo mode at all no no just watching everyone posting yeah just not not for me yeah Um, and they're 4k photos as well you can or you can get up to 4k Right, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and there's a new game plus patch. I think that's officially being confirmed now. I, we were under embargo not to talk about it, but until like it was supposed to come out on day one, but it seems like that's been delayed a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that is coming at some stage. So I, I'm curious to see what that sort of entails in terms of gameplay or if it changes gameplay at all, but. Um, and they also added in some new suits, like one or two new suits, and added some abilities to suits that didn't have abilities already. Uh, nothing exciting, though, but yeah, it's cool to see them updating it still. And it sold a fuck ton by the looks of things. Um, yeah. You get that Ace. press release? I did. Yeah. So I think it's the fastest selling game that Sony's put out so far. Something like that? Yeah. Something like that. This year or ever? I, I feel know. like it was ever. <laughs> I don't know. Um, bananas. Yeah. But it seems like it's going to do well and it possibly may get a sequel. <laughs> as, uh, as Luke um, noticed in one, in their live stream, um, yeah, it's, it's almost definitely getting a sequel, right? Uh, they mentioned Spider-Man... Uh, one they call it Spider-Man one and then quickly correcting himself he was like the game director as well right yeah Brian's a director yeah yeah they were talking about the suits in the game and like how all the suits have abilities in Spider-Man one <laughs> and he was like yeah. in our Spider-Man game in, yeah in this Spider-Man game or something I'm like watching this stream like did he just say Sp- did no one pick up on that <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the Twitch chat like two people did mm. <laughs> Then you would definitely picked up on it. Yeah, and they um, I, I was watching quite a bit of that. They had like the voice actors come in, um, and they showed some prototype footage of the early concept of the game, and like you can see the swinging, how like early that sort of that was like one of the first things they really worked on, um, yeah. and it still looked like it was pretty early stuff, but you could see the idea behind it there. Um, so yeah. It's cool when they show that sort of thing off because usually studios are like, uh, we don't like they don't show that sort of thing. It's like something they keep a secret because um, people don't understand that like this is a work in progress type stuff, which is we, we spoke about that sort of work in progress um, notifications like a week or two ago when we talked about like Cyberpunk and yeah. those sorts of games. But yeah, so I don't know. It was cool to see the early concept of that game and sort of how it evolved over time. Anyway. Moving on, uh, I put Rainbow, Rainbow down really quickly because I played a bit of that. 
Yep. Uh, last night with Nate. I don't know. Have you played any more since the update? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, absolutely, I have. Uh, I love it. Yeah, Grim, Grim Sky. They added Maverick, uh, which is a dude with a blowtorch who makes holes in reinforced walls or even- Wait, um, didn't we play? Yeah, you, we played together, you jackass. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if we'd played since the last time we spoke about it. Um, I Did we speak about it last week? What? Can't remember. Let me look at the Rainbow's list. Rainbow's on there, but, but I think it was- Yeah. We had only just played it for very briefly. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey. Grim Sky's out. Two new operators, reworked Hereford. Um, Some small changes here and there. Other changes, like the fucking- Thatch is a little less useful, I think, in my opinion. He, he no longer destroys cameras. He disables them. Is that in there at the moment? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize. I Because I was using Thatcher and wasn't wasn't sure if they'd changed that yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Clash is the second one. Clash has a giant, like, see-through shield, sort of similar to Monty's shield, but it's see-through and it's got a taser on the front of it that shocks yep. and slows people down yeah and she looks angry and her guns are shit her gun is well her her automatic or semi is it a semi-automatic machine no, gun or something the submachine gun right the fucking it's a tech nine or something right and it's it shoots in Two. Two round bursts. Yeah, it's horrible. Fuck is the point. What the fuck is the point? And her other gun is a P18C pistol, the fucking clock. Um, that you that like that's the fucking the best pistol in PUBG. The fucking basically a second Uzi, and it it's single fire only for whatever reason. Maybe I don't know enough about guns to have realized that the P-18C is supposed to be semi-automatic at all times, but it's fucking shit. Like, you just... Nobody's fucking... Oh, fuck, man. It's just... It's tough giving her a shield. She can't fire from behind the shield, and then she's got these two turd fucking guns. It's (laughs) not good. I I don't know, man. I feel like she is... Like, she's being picked a lot, but only because, people like, the novelty is there. Yeah. I, I first time I used her, I didn't realize her submachine gun was two round bursts. And so the first <laughs> yeah. time I shot it, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm on single fire. And then I pressed the button to change. And then yep. it literally did the same thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Um, yeah, it was not fun. I think two bursts is so dumb. It's such a dumb weapon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it takes quite a while for that shield to be put away. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not like she can, like, quickly switch. You tase someone and it's basically just so you can, like, retreat and uh, deal with, like, and get some backup. If you if she's the last one alive, it's, it's not like Monty, when Monty's the last one alive and you're like, well, like, there could be a hilarious clutch coming here. Like, you would need the other team to properly fuck up, like all the way fuck up um, for Hilarious Clutch to to kick in um, with Clash because, yeah, there's there's no, like, there's no way. You've got to put the shield all the fucking way away. And it's, I don't know, she's just, I think she's shit, basically. Um, 
Maybe a bit of a buff. Needs a bit of buff with the weapons. Yeah, I think so. But we had we had a good video go up. Yeah. Yeah. So you you uh we were playing together, even though you forgot. And um it's up on your YouTube, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um so I was Clash and I can't remember who you were. Don't who know. You? Can't remember. Don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh irrelevance. But uh, basically, we had one dude outside a window, and I stood at the window, so he couldn't actually jump through because um, I had the shield up, and I was blocking him from from getting out, uh, getting through. And so uh, you could see through my shield; I could see through it. And so I just kept ducking to the right, and you like pop shots at him. Uh, and he was—I don't know what the fuck he was doing at the end, but uh, like. Yeah, you managed to fucking plink him in the fucking brain uh, just as I sidestepped. It was nearly, nearly, <laughs> nearly completely <laughs> different, though. It was nearly a very different video. Uh, <laughs> because, yeah, you came fucking millimeters from popping me in the back of the head. Um, that was a good one. You're lucky I'm quick. <laughs> lucky, lucky you can't aim. Um yeah. The next, uh, the next part of that video is me getting an ace with um, Maverick, the other new operator. Uh, his gun is such a fucking beast. The AR fifteen fifty, which has fifty cal bullets, they fucking pound. They wreck cunts, and uh, his pistol is pretty good too. Um, so yeah, you just like he is like the complete opposite of Clash because he's got great fucking guns and uh, you feel like, like actually, if anything, like Clash, you just walk around with your fucking shield out all the time. She's always got, like, she's always doing her operator move. Whereas I would say, like, six times out of seven, I don't even crack, like, Maverick's fucking blowtorch out. Not on purpose. I just don't like. It's just not relevant to the situation. And the other times, I like when I do get to actually pop it out, like on the new Hereford, where there's a lot of outside walls. If they go basement, you get a lot of opportunity to um, to exploit it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you do it, but it's 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 tough because you don't know exactly where to to like burn a hole in and like. People are watching for it. I've gotten shot like out of my own holes before and shit like that. Um, people are definitely like on on the watch for it. So yeah, it's um it's tricky because his gun is so fucking good. I I will definitely I like wander up. Um, what's that? What's coastline? Coastline? Yeah. And there's that uh, the bar room downstairs. Mm-hmm. I will absolutely like go in, in through the middle uh, and just put a hole through one of the reinforced walls and then just pop cunts. Like literally just a hole big enough for me to like to see like a fuse hole basically. Put a, a hole the size of fuse and then just like hammer motherfuckers through it. And uh, yeah, it's good. People get fucking owned all the time. They always get grumpy when they work out where from Maverick as one person was describing it uh, pronouncing it Maverick is too overpowered um, but yeah 
Yep. Right. Yeah, we, we yeah. realize that he's um <laughs> he can count a bandit as well. So bandit's the one that puts down these little um like electricity traps and then can electrify certain things within the environment. And so what you do is you can sometimes put up a reinforced wall and then put a um this bandit could put his trap on it. And then mm-hmm. anybody on the other side of the wall will get electrocuted if they try and if they either touch it um, or if they try and put like uh, like if thermite is trying to breach through it or something like that. So it sort of stops other operators from getting in. Um, but yeah, like Maverick can counter him by putting a little hole at the base of um, the wall and then shooting out the trap. So that's kind of cool when it works at least. Um, when, when you can find it, there's a video uh, <laughs> that Johnny Bravo put up on our Discord of me putting holes that were of absolutely no use. Although, right, I feel like I was copping a bit of shit and we got a shit ton of kills through the holes I made in the wall. Just. Like, I, uh, <laughs> just I'm, I'm feeling a bit unfairly slighted. Uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, it counters Bandit and it, like, it counters the Bandit, like, trick where you, like, just put it up when... When you hear them doing it, yeah. Yeah, which is extra rough. Especially on House. House is the one where it was the most useful because they had, um, like, uh, you know, the there's two parts of the garage. Hmm. Yeah. So you poke a hole through the corner on the hard left of the garage on the left part of like the left double door, uh, a garage and on the left part of that all the way over to the left, you poke a hole in that and you can see through, uh, and you've got to be a bit careful that you don't get, um, shot from the right hand side. Yeah. But, uh, if, if bandit is hanging out there, he has to now watch both directions if he's going to try and bandit track, uh, like bandit trick it. So he has to watch that hole and he has to watch the other direction where, um, you know, the there's that doorway into the garage itself that drones can go through. Yeah. So bandit has to fucking sit there and watch both directions if he's going to try and put his fucking thing down. It's super rough. And I think the only way to counter it is a mirror hmm. on the right-hand door, um, which is, yeah. It makes, yeah, it just makes the garage a really fucking tough one to to defend. Um, yeah. The other thing I was trying was uh, you'd, you'd make a hole against walls and then put your, like, a claymore down. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it works, but in theory it should, right? Because that's how the other sort of trick works, where you put them in front of, like, the drone holes. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm. Nice. Cool. Sweet. All right. It's good. Hereford's also all right. It's different. Well, I like it, man. It's, <laughs> it, like, I'm still learning it, but uh, I've played about seven or eight times now, and uh, I really like it. I love the new top level because uh, it's... it's Super wide open and like it feels like you know have a real good fucking firefight on multiple fronts and both teams fit, like I feel like if you're defending it you've got a good opportunity to like like just fucking drop all your shit and move to a different location. Uh, if you're attacking it, you've got multiple avenues of entry, yeah. and uh, if you approach it as something that you have to start from the top and work your way down. Then, like in like from that perspective, it's um it's a really good 
map, I think. Like, yep. um, yeah. It's uh, the new basement. I, I'm still confused about how the fucking basement works, to be honest. I'm still... Because there is that traditional basement area, but there's also like a whole other section to it now. I haven't seen yeah. it, so I'm not sure. You just like, yeah, that's the main problem is you spend so little time in the basement, right? I feel like you wind up going through all of the rest of the fucking map a lot, but the basement is somewhere you only go to if you're actually going to the basement. Yeah. That makes sense. And it's the thing of like looking at bits and pieces of that map and being like, oh, yeah, this looks familiar. And then other parts, I'm like, I have no idea where I am. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and where are the other stairs that are supposed to be in this map? Because I, <laughs> I can't see them. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I, I never found the second set of stairs until like my seventh game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a frame. It's good. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, it's like I'm having the most fun with it. The, I've been having like in forever. Uh, it feels like community feels really good. It doesn't seem like it's full of salty dickheads. Um, yeah, it's just it's awesome. Only problem is I keep getting these lag spikes that are apparently switch like accorded like related to my fucking switch, and I don't know how to fucking stop them. Not my. Do you and Nate like are you using the same switch or something? It must be like a five dock thing, eh? <laughs> I've yeah. got my um, I've got my old router uh, as I guess. Well, it's my router. It's not my switch, but uh, like I've got my modem in bridge mode to my router, and yeah, just. Like, I, I called up Intonode super fucking salty. I'm like, what's going on? I can't, like, it's fucking up my games. I'm, like, having the worst time. <laughs> my KDRs trash. Yeah. You're ruining me here. I've got a reputation to maintain. And uh, they're like, um, actually, it says you're getting, like, probably the best speeds I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, I've never, like, I've literally never seen. Uh, anything quite as good like you've got a really good connection and I uh, I don't understand and so I plugged um, directly into the modem and yeah it's fucking perfect it is like 95 down and 39 up but once I have the fucking router plugged in and I'm back on bridge mode it's for shit so, like, let's have a quick squeeze of what I am fucking right now, and I bet you it's fucking garbage. Hmm. And I just don't understand why. Sounds fun. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, so Nate and I were playing last night. He's having internet issues as well with his switch. Mm-hmm. like died. Um, but he jumped into his 4G on his phone. <laughs> so he oh, was yeah. using that instead. Um, so, but we were running around and, and playing with like Clash as a really aggressive hero. So Clash is a defender with a shield, but we were just roaming with her. Um, and so he was like, he'd just have the shield up and walk around and then I'd sort of be behind him and people, yeah. he'd be he'd be zapping them <laughs> and then I'd come around the corner and just fucking start laying into people. Um, we played one round. We got like three or four people, <laughs> three or four kills because like nice. people didn't know what to do. At that yeah. stage, like well, there was one guy who just literally turned around and ran because he, he couldn't I, figure it out. <laughs> probably what I would have done. Yeah, she's super hard to deal with. You have to get in close, which means you have to wait for her taser to be out. Yeah, but she's like she can like 
you know, Monty can't be stunned by a melee. Yeah. Once he's got his shield up, you can just sit there forever until someone see fours you. Hmm. She can be. If you melee her sh- shield, she flinches and you can shoot her in the feet. But then you got to get close because yeah. she's got that and, stun. <laughs> yeah. It's tricky. Um, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's fun. Um, all right. Should we move on? Let's move on. Do you want to talk about which one do you want to go next? The the shooters or the, the sports? Let's go shooters first. This shooter. All right. That only I've played. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Blackout Beta kicked off yesterday. Uh, I was going to wait for the PC version, but because I'm flying to Thailand, I'm not actually going to get to play in the fucking beta period, which sucks. Yeah. Um, I'll bet they, they won't let me play it at the Overwatch event, either, even though it is on Battle.net, so but whatever. Activision game. Um, yeah, so I jumped in on PS4 uh, first thing yesterday, and I've got to be honest, it's fucking good. Yeah. Blackout is fucking good. Um, they clearly understand what a battle royale needs. I was going in, like, super fucking worried that they wouldn't really get the, the battle royale concepts. Uh, that they try to do all this cod shit and put their own spin on it and all this garbage, and uh, and you wind up with this fucking half-assed fucking middle ground bullshit. Yep. But that is not the case at all. This is this. It feels like, like it's. I don't think there's third person, so it just feels like first person fucking battle royale, like PUBG with like good graphics, a slightly too long time to kill and, <laughs> um, and a sort of small map. Um, yeah, I won my very first game. I got two kills. Uh, it would have been more, but, uh, one of the randos. So it's only got quads at the moment. Uh, they're called quads instead of squads. It's the dumbest thing. This is going to be like, this is the stupidest thing for, to upset anyone. Right, nobody should get annoyed by this, but I am. They've got quad bikes in the game, right? What if you like go get the quad, right? And you're in a quad. The word quad is already being used by your fucking game. Also, nobody has a fucking copyright on the word squad, you motherfuckers. Just call them squads. Why would you change it to quads? It change. It does nothing. It is such a meaningless change. Anyway, that annoyed me. But uh, anyway, so yeah, you can only play in squads. Or you could only play in squads last time I played. Uh, and you randomly, um, like, ass- like, are assigned to a team with a bunch of other uh, randos. And, uh, yeah, I-, I didn't have my headset plugged in, so I wasn't even able to talk to anyone else. But um, I was sort of – I was listening. Uh, I was non-verbally communicating as well, uh, mostly by dropping shit on the ground and shooting at it. <laughs> yep. Um, they're, they're, I, well, if there were emotes and stuff, I didn't see them. So I don't know if there's an opportunity there for them to sort of grow how you work with people. I, I don't know. Um, I feel like there could be um, some sort of like homo rose situation or something could work so that you can like talk to people without having to actually talk to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh yeah, communication is vital, but we still we still made it work. I, I figure nobody else is communicating 
either. So we've got that going for us. You know, so in our first game, yeah, me and one other dude sort of just dropped pins on the map and uh, we sort of refined it as the as the planes, well, the helicopters, there's like a dozen helicopters instead of um, instead of a plane. But, uh, yeah, they fly over the map. They've got, like, the line, the predicted line of where the plane will drop, um, like, right from the get-go. You can drop markers that you can go to pretty easily. Uh, when you jump out, you wingsuit. Uh, you can't pop early. Um, so you always, like, everyone will always make the same distance basically um the same max distance uh it's not like you can float forever or anything uh you can like dive quickly though so you yep. can like just go straight down if you want and you do go really quick down um you land on the ground and you start to loot probably the biggest problem i have is uh the looting mechanic isn't fantastic uh, like you are, it is if you were to play PUBG and you were only allowed to pick up shit off the ground using F. Yeah. Um, I like, so you, you basically have to just run up and hold square for a third of a second and you'll pick shit up. Um, it's not bad. It's inventory management that's the real problem. There were a couple of times where I just had no idea um, how, like, the laborious process of switching a scope. I had a scope on my fucking SMG and my sniper rifle was sitting there with fucking dick all. I'm like, I would love to put this three by scope on my sniper rifle mm. and then maybe it would be marginally useful. Uh, but it's, I basically had to, in the end, I had to detach and drop the, sc- the scope and then switch to my sniper rifle and then re-pick up the scope and it automatically attached. There must be a better way. I just never worked it out. Um, yeah, so uh, you loot. Uh, you do need backpacks. Uh, there is a backpack around. Uh, I'm pretty sure ammo doesn't take up any space in your inventory. So you can pick up as much ammo as you like. So if you see pick up, uh, ammo, you should pick it up. But other things do count. Uh, there's like um, the specialist kits. You know how Call of Duty has specialists? Yeah. Um, there's specialist kits that you can pick up, and it'll be like um, Looter or uh, Medic or um, Silent Runner and all this. So you basically pick up perks, and you can activate these perks. Uh, they take a good, like, you got to basically it's like applying a med kit. You've got to sit there five seconds, not doing anything while you activate them. But once you do, they, they imbue you with a bunch of powers. Yep. So silent runner does what it fucking says in the box. Medic allows you to heal people for more and faster. Uh, so you can get teammates back up faster. Um, looser allows you to see the like, highlights loot through walls and stuff so you can see like once you understand like know what the silhouettes for everything is you can see through walls or not you should bother going into a house uh, a building or not stuff like that there's a whole shitload of um those sorts of like those and they all take up space in your inventory guns themselves take up space in your inventory grenades med kits uh first aid kits there's three levels there's uh, trauma kit as well is the biggest one. Um, you've got 150 health by default, and uh, I did feel like you could lose health for almost any reason, but um, you can heal yourself back up to full right from the get-go. There's no, like, 
um, energy drink equivalent or anything. It's not like he gets 75%. He can't go any higher. Um, yeah, you run around, you loot. Um, it is basically PUBG in the looting phase. Uh, it doesn't, like, there's no real difference um, except for, I suppose, COD shooting. Um and yeah, once you get you know you get some guns and stuff, um, you got to get inside the circle. You, there's you can walk, but there's a bunch of vehicles. There's like a truck. Uh, there's quads, quad bikes. Um, there's a helicopter. Um, my first kill came uh, when me and the other rando both like without speaking. Uh, we rode over to a nearby helicopter that was just inside the circle and we waited. Uh, and instead of like g- getting straight in the helicopter and flying somewhere, despite this being literally out, well, it was my first game yeah. for sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was his as well. It was pretty fucking early. It was like 7.30 in the morning. Um, we both just sat next to it and uh, the squad rolls up and so I try and take the, the helicopter and we shredded them. Um, we shredded all of them, but my boy, my friend, my rando companion uh, stole all three, well, three of the kills. I definitely got uh, two of the kills 100%, and I'm pretty sure I did most of the damage on the third, but uh, he finished off. Uh, three of them so you got the kills and um, yeah then we jumped in the helicopter flew around Um, it's not instant death in the blue zone so you've got some time to get in but uh, there's still a bit of panic going on there you you like you get a bit worried Um, it seems like it ramps up the supply drops just like in PUBG like basically just like in PUBG is going to be the way to describe blackout for everyone. I reckon like it is so analogous to PUBG as an experience. It's mm. just, it just feels like generally more polished. Yeah. But they've got like uh, zombie hordes as well, right? Yeah. There's all kinds of whack shit. Yeah. Um, you can get the, the, like the clapping monkey explosive and yep. if you drop it uh and someone runs over it i believe it's if someone runs over it that summons a horde of zombies it lures in a bunch of zombies ah, cool. um and i'm not 100 percent sure it might just be like a bit of like confirmation bias or something but i think that you may get more certain types of weapons based on the zone you're in. Because I found my first zombie grenade mm-hmm. when me and, and the squad landed at the asylum. And each, like all of the major areas on the map are based on very heavily on former Call of Duty maps. Yep. And so the asylum is based on a zombies map. And, yeah, I don't know if that was just a coincidence or what, but, yeah, it, it did seem interesting because I found another one immediately afterwards and I hadn't seen any prior to that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we threw – that was that was pretty good. Um, I piss-bolted. I should have stayed around and done some testing on how the zombies work and seen if the zombies actually attack you as well or what the fuck, but I piss-bolted the moment I fucking threw it. So I don't know – what the zombies exactly did or if they would have gone after me 
or if it had only gone after the person who triggered the bomb or what, what. I'm not sure. But, yeah. Um, yeah, there's that. There's, like, supply drops. Uh, there's so many fucking supply drops. Um, and, yeah, by the end, it feels like they like there's heat. There's just a bunch. Uh, games don't take – I think the max time for a game is, like, 20 minutes. Um, not scientifically – tested or anything but that was my gut feeling was that they were over really quickly and um by the end you're getting like a couple maybe one a minute a supply drop and they drop inside the zone i think it seems uh although i've been wrong on that before uh they yeah you you get good stuff out of them i think the best guns are all in the supply machine uh supply drop so i've got the war machine which is from black ops 2 i think the fucking uh, automatic grenade launcher. Hmm. It was disgusting. Um, that's how I got my second kill. Was uh, we saw there was our entire squad was left, but there were only six players left in the game. We saw one of like one of them popped his head up to take a pot shot for literally no reason. It was the dumbest fucking thing. Uh, just took a cheeky fucking punt at one of us, and so I just fucking unleashed in his general direction. Uh, and missed. And then I turned a corner and the other guy was hiding in a corner watching uh, from where I think the other dude, like where the explosions were going. He was watching the explosions, I think. I think that must have been what it was. And so I'm looking through a window at this dude who's hiding in a corner facing away from me. So I just fucking shot him in the back with a grenade launcher. Too easy. Hmm. Um, and then I think the other dude must like, he must've taken some damage from the, the grenades. Uh, cause he died to the fucking blue zone. <laughs> so we won our, our, our first game, uh, to a blue zone kill, but whatever, doesn't matter. Wins a win. Right. And, uh, yeah, after that, I played a bunch more. I think, um, well, we had a really good game. I was playing with uh, these dudes who were talking a lot. Um, they were like, I, I liked playing with them. Uh, they were clearly Call of Duty fans. They were asking like one another if they played much like Battle Royales, if they played PUBG or Fortnite. One of them had played some PUBG. Ah, so Fortnite. None of them had played PUBG, and um, yeah, they were like all just hardcore COD fans. And they were we like were literally picking where we were, I was going wherever they wanted. Um, but we were literally picking our, like, next destination based on where they wanted to visit on the map because they wanted to visit all the Call of Duty locations on the map. We were on, going on a fucking Call of Duty tour of this fucking map, yeah, which I thought was bananas. Like, this this was not strategic. They were just fucking, let's go here. Oh, we've got this truck. Let's go here. Oh, there's a helicopter. Let's fly over here. Um, I picked up a heavy machine gun and a fucking rocket launcher at, from the get-go, and I shot down a helicopter. It was fucking awesome. Uh, the, like, there's... The rocket launcher is a like guided missile, so you can fucking lock on and shoot down helicopters, which makes extremely uh, dangerous to be a part of. And uh, yeah, it was good. Um, we were kicking major fucking ass uh, with our very odd strategy of touring the entire fucking map. 
Uh, and then um, we got down to there was I'm pretty sure it was us and one other group of and I think it was two two dudes and I don't know if I dropped out or if the entire server dropped out but I got this connection disrupted mm, yeah message and then I got bumped back to the main screen and we missed out on the um, the chicken dinner I guess right which was a bit of a bummer. What do they call it? Is it just like victory? <laughs> uh, it is, yeah, number one victory, and there's something else. Leave none standing. Right. And they need a catchy, wife. catchy word, right? Right, of course. Uh, cod dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cod. <laughs> nice. Um, Oh, yeah, and I've got a, a, a Thomas Jefferson quote on my windscreen. War is as much a punishment to the punisher as it is to the sufferer. Mm. It's not exactly the hypest thing you could say, Thomas Jefferson, but, uh, yeah. Right. Good. It's good. Yeah, I, I haven't played it yet because I'm waiting for the um, PC to kick in. Yeah. Because uh, I've, I've got a PC code for that, and yeah. uh, so in the meantime, I've been watching some streamers, and it looks awesome, man. Like it looks really good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited. The, like the combat looks looks solid. Um, I, I think I talked about it when I saw the game at E3, how they've really changed like the bullet physics, and it's now like bullets have weight to them. Um, and that was the whole idea of they did that because they knew they were building this battle royale mode, and they needed to have it because the maps are so much bigger and. And that sort of thing. Um, so, like, yeah, the shooting looks really good. Um, yeah. The and I, I said that when I played it at um, at E three as well. Like, it felt the felt even though it was they redone all the shooting and like it was the first time they'd actually changed the the gun gameplay. I guess since the game was released, um, it still felt like it still felt like a Call of Duty game to me, which was yeah. important, right? Um, oh yeah. And so yeah, this looks really fast paced as well. Like a lot more fast paced than than a uh than PUBG. PUBG is quite slow. Um because yeah. you've got like the sliding mechanics in there. Um the yep. running's really quick. Um the, like the traversal jumping through windows, like the 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 vaulting looks solid. Yeah. Um all that stuff looks really good. And like the other mechanics they they're not just copying PUBG, but they're they're doing things with like the having the zombies spawn in and and from what I could tell it looked like there were not only the supply drops but also like random areas of the map that would spawn in zombies as well and there'd be like crates there that would give oh, you weapons. I didn't see any of those. I saw one of them today when I was watching somebody um or Sick. play and it was like all right you've got to kill the zombies and then once you do that I think you get the crate. Right. Um, but it's that thing of like oh what's going on over here why is there a bunch of people shooting. Um Yeah. Maybe, Maybe I should that's go. What, there's these massive, like, blue beacons I've seen a yeah, couple of times. I think that was it. Really, yeah, okay, that's what that is. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering what the fuck they were. And I think it's on a time limit. I'm not, like, yeah, again, I haven't played it and I'm just watching people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like, the whole, there's, like, underground bunkers and shit. Like, yeah, it looks, from what I've seen, it looks really freaking good. And I'm so excited to play it because. I'm I'm okay. I'm keen for a battle royale game that I can play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You don't wait in, at all. Like there's fucking zero wait time to play it on PS4 hmm. um, in the beta. So that's pretty good. It and- just needs to change the connection issues. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing that I noticed today is that they've upped the player count as well. It looks like. 
Oh, yeah, it's 88, right? Yeah, which is good. They're, like, expanding it as they go. Um, so, I guess the testing, or I guess we find out, right, <laughs> when the game comes out. Well, they must feel that the servers are stable enough for yep. 80, at the very least, and they, they can like, they're using the beta the way it's supposed to be used, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and they've said they've gone higher than that, so... I guess they're checking. Um, but, yeah, like I just want to just touch on the, the whole PUBG thing again. And I know we harp on about it all the time, but this is the thing, right? We were always, we were always waiting for some AAA developers to come along and get into this genre. And it was going to yeah. be problems for PUBG Corp because they're like an independent, I guess they're an independent game company, right? Yeah. And they haven't really tackled this game's launch in a good way. Um, and they were going to always, they were going to lose ground if someone came along and started eating some of their pie. And that's what happened with Fortnite. Um, and then you've got EAs coming in and you've got Activision coming in now with giant 10 pole releases. Like people might think that Call of Duty, like, oh, fuck Call of Duty. You know, it's not even that popular. It's like Call of Duty is still one of the biggest games every year. And that's it. And this is going to really, eat even more of their section of that game like once people realize it or you know if it comes out and it's good i think it's going to have a strong community on the on pc and you're going to start seeing um players switching from PUBG to to call of duty especially if you've got a situation where like what's happening in australia where you can't even play and it's not even australia anymore i don't know if you've been paying much attention but um I posted something on Twitter maybe a week or two ago about on the front page of like PUBG on Reddit, there was, I think, six or seven posts about like matchmaking, not like people not a- being able to find games. And it, it wasn't yeah. just the regular. Usually it's like one or two every day about OCE and it's usually on the front page of Reddit. But this was like to OCE. There was like a South America's also been having the same problem as us for the last month and a half, two months. Um, there was a post on there, two posts about NA having the same issues. And also uh, Europe was having the same problems. And they were like, NA was the same, same sort of thing where I remember when we were first started complaining, it was like, it's not working in the morning anymore. Um, they're now doing the same thing where, hey, we can't get games to work in the morning. Um, and so- you're at the stage now where like all oh, those fucking whiny Australians like it's because they don't know what they're talking about no one wants to play the game it's like well actually no now yeah. you've got four or five regions complaining about the same issue that we've been mm-hmm. saying since day one that it's not a population issue it's a it's a bug or some sort of matchmaking problem um and it's take like literally taken them like five or six months to, to try and fix this and it still hasn't been fixed and it's still a problem. They put up a post last, uh, late last night saying that, hey, we know there's an issue with the matchmaking still. We're trying to fix it. But like, you're going to have to be patient with us. And it's like, that's, it's not good enough. Like that, you've, they've literally killed the OCE community. It's dead. Yeah. Like people don't even play squads anymore. They, they play on SEA now just to get yeah. games. Um, and the, the easy solution would have just been to roll back that patch, you know, patch 12 to put map selection in. The, the initial yep. problem and just being like, look, we tried it. It didn't work. We, it fucked with some of our regions. You're just not going to be able to choose your map. And I don't, I think that's fair enough. I don't think like killing entire regions, it's not just one region now, it's multiple, um, is good enough of a, a way to handle that situation. And now you've got like Call of Duty coming in and then Battlefield within the next six months, mm-hmm. they're going to really struggle to hold their player base. I, I think, I mean, they're dead here, right? And it sucks. It sucks to say 
Because, yeah, we've been the fucking champions this game. Like, nobody, I don't think anyone's championed fucking PUBG as hard as we have. Uh, and, yeah, like, watch it, watching them make misstep after misstep has just been fucking tragic, I think. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, like I, you know, while we're harping on things we've said a billion times before, uh, I, I don't, I don't like playing PUBG anymore. Uh, sorry. <laughs> like, I have such a bad taste in my mouth from the experience of having, like being dicked around in this region. Yeah. I don't even like to play it. I still love watching it, but I truly hope that all the fucking awesome players, uh, from this region, like up sticks and, play something else yeah. blackout yeah like they go across blackout i think has what they require you know they're, they're not playing fortnite the reason they're not playing fortnite is because it doesn't play the way they want it you know it's it's third person focused and i think that uh, at a fundamental level informs the rest of how fortnite plays it's always been my problem with it as well Blackout doesn't have that problem. Blackout is first person from the top level and everything fucking works for it. They've even like, just like tiny things make me realize how fucking well Treyarch fucking get it. Like uh, when you're parachuting, you can hold the L2 button, uh, like the aim down sights button to free look so that you can look around you to see where other people are fucking diving and shit. It just doesn't like, you don't see that. It's fucking awesome. I think it's so fucking good. They're putting such a fucking good effort in. Uh, and, yeah, I'm fucking pumped. Yep. Yeah, it yeah. looks... Uh, everything I've seen of it looks really good. I- I'm curious uh, to see how the vehicle mechanics sort of handle. Um, like, if it's a bit iffy, but oh, the helicopter stuff... I was worried about the helicopters and that sort of thing because... Obviously. They're so easy to take down. Yeah, but- so easy to fucking shut down. They, it, it's almost like a bigger risk to be in one. The, the only flip side is that you can wingsuit uh, once it goes down. Yeah, about so. Uh, yeah, as soon as it starts to get fucking hammered, I think it takes like I think it only takes a single rocket. Right. I'm pretty sure I didn't hit it with any others, uh, but you can you can. You've got a long time before yep. that rocket arrives, so yeah, that's good. Uh, you can you can dive out. Um, oh yeah, you can't wingsuit at any time. I thought you'd be able to like old school battlefield style parachute whenever the fuck you j- drop a long enough distance. Mm-hmm. So I landed it on the highest building in the map, and then I jumped off it and I created. <laughs> right, yeah. Maybe they'll change that. Maybe. Mm. Uh, I don't think they need to. Although getting off that building would have been a mad pain in the dick. Um, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm keen to... I mean, that's out soon, like within the next couple of months. So I'm, I'm yeah. excited to... And I'm excited to play it this weekend. I'm so looking forward to it. Um, I, I can't preload it yet, which is I was disappointed about. Because you, you, you messaged like our group the other day being saying, oh, Call of Duty beta starts like tomorrow and I'm like what the fuck I jumped on to like Activision Blizzard Net or Battle Net whatever the fuck it's called and I was like won't let me preload what is going on and I I looked into it more and I was like oh okay it's just PlayStation at the moment Um, but I can wait (laughs) it's fine yeah yeah anyway um, Battlefield 5 beta has also been running at the same time well not the same time it just ended like last night 
it ended last night. Blackout started yesterday. Good timing. Yeah, little, little overlap, but um, yeah, pretty well done. Uh, yeah, Battle for Five. Um, if anything, it's uh, squashed some Rainbow Six uh, hype. I think it, it definitely drags people who I thought would be all about fucking Grim Sky away from Grim Sky mm. uh, a bit more than I expected. Yeah, I, yeah. I was. Like, I think I've been pretty, uh, like, negative about the uh, didn't really want World War Two Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, we just came from World War One. Like, it can't be that much different. And, and I didn't really like the World War One stuff, mainly because yeah. of the weapons and the whole... I don't like using iron sights. Yeah. Um, like, there are optical sights in... in uh, Battlefield 1 but they're not like your red dots and that, and that sort of yeah. thing it's just like ah oh, whatever and then having that again this time I'm like man I'm just want, I'm just over it I want bad company but playing it now it's like ah oh, okay I get it and it's fucking really good <laughs> yeah it is so good yeah. like you are I think you're the least uh, like out of all the entire group I reckon you're the least like Battlefield uh, I guess um, focused. You're the like. I, I would say you are n- not the. Yeah, you're the least of a Battlefield fan out of our group, and yeah. uh, I don't think I like, this is not a diss or anything. I just think you're uh, like you generally stray towards other games because in general, Battlefield games don't really do what you want. Well, I just don't like the whole tank and plane yeah. stuff. That's I just like being the, the, the guy on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you seem to pick this one up real fucking quick. Um, yeah. Like, I that. I said that incorrectly because I don't think you're not adept at Battlefield games, uh, but you seem to attach to this one really quick. Yeah. Um, well, so yeah. there was a thing that happened the other night where the guys couldn't get into Battlefield 5 because something was wrong with the servers. I'm not sure. Uh, but I jumped in and they were all playing Battlefield 1 and I was like, I don't want to play Battlefield 1. Yeah. I want to play Battlefield 5. <laughs> and I didn't yeah. play it. I was there when they had, like, I was there when they were giving up on Battlefield 5 because it was clearly broken. Yeah. I'm like, ah, fuck this. I'm not playing Battlefield 1. I can't go yeah. backwards. I don't want to, I, I can't go backwards either anymore. I, I'm done with yeah. Battlefield. And I played, I played a lot of Battlefield. Yeah. one as well like we've we got into it um around e3 again we were playing a lot yeah so yeah I, i'm i'm i really like this one i think it's they've changed so much in the game and the way it works with the whole squad system yeah um that now like so I guess the biggest change is they really emphasize it on being like you need to stay with your squad because your squad is important important you start off with like limited ammo which is something i don't like at the moment mm-hmm. um you're basically given like an extra clip or one clip and you've got everybody in your team can now revive everybody else so you're no longer relying on a medic to be near you um but saying that like it takes longer for um somebody in your squad to revive you and then you don't get a full heal off Eva, whereas a medic can revive you quite quickly and you'll be back to full health um, 
So there's that. And then there's the support who is a lot more useful. I didn't play much support in Battlefield 1. <laughs> I don't think I played much of it at all. Um, yeah. And this time around, they're really useful. Like they've got ammo. Like you, you need to have someone there with ammo. Um, yeah. They can build structures like fortify buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, as we found out last night, you can repair tanks and vehicles. Right. You guys are saying yeah. Um, and I have primarily been playing support in our group, which is, uh, which I've enjoyed actually. Um, usually I play assault primarily. Um, I play medic sometimes. And then the last sort of two or three months we've been playing Battlefield 1, I've been playing sniper and I I just don't touch support. But in this one, I'm like full-time support and I'm having fun with it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's interesting you say that um, you think you should have more ammo to start off with because I think that is critical to why you've been having so much fun with support because it actually feels like such a vital part of the fucking experience now. Like, well, because I've got ammo all the time <laughs> as a support. <laughs> I'm no longer uh, like, where the fuck is my ammo? Why can't I shoot anyone? I'm like, I've got so much ammo here. This is great. Having you there as a support, like... It's, yeah, it's it's it feels like they just like they've reversed psychology to everyone mm. along like all all the fucking way like the having fuck all ammo so someone goes support so that they've at least got some fucking ammo for themselves and then just by like circumstance now they have ammo for everyone as well yeah and like uh, a medic can revive anyone uh, um oh, sorry anyone can revive anyone in their own squad. Uh, so you don't need a medic, but then someone winds up going medic anyway, so that they can heal themselves after, like afterwards. And so suddenly you've got a medic, and uh, like all that kind of shit. You just it feels like they've like just tricked everyone into playing fucking roles, and they made it so that you don't feel like worthless picking one of those like those roles in a firefight. You don't need like it's not like you need an assault to be there. Um, to win a firefight, you I won. I think the only fucking close range uh, fights I'll ever constantly lose as a medic are ones against shotgun cunts, uh, and they can go fuck themselves forever. But apart from that, like I, I feel like I could go, I can win fifty fifties against fucking other assault players or against assault players as a medic with my SMG if we're inside of fucking 50 meters from one hour. And the same time you like really feel like you need an assault player is like obviously for tanks, but also like in those mid to long range battles where um, you take like where someone's like taking potties at you from a while away. You want an assault to put some hurt on them down range so that you can get into cover and, and move on or close the gap or whatever the fuck it is you plan on doing. That's like that's the benefit of the assault. I, I don't see the point of a scout, and uh, like yeah. I think they have to put the scout in there for people who want to fucking scout it up. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely not for me. I didn't look uh, into it, but it's um I'm hoping one of his upgrades is an ammo pouch because he's yeah like it's a weird position to put a sniper in a spot where they need to be next to the um support i don't know it's just it doesn't feel like a a good suit to the style of game they're trying to put on unless he's got an unlockable ammo pouch which 
I think that'd be fine then because he doesn't need to be with the team. Um, uh, yeah, I don't see how that makes the scout like better though. Um, because like a lot of people play it hiding in a fucking like a hill or something like that. Um, I yeah. tend to play it a bit more aggressive. Like I'll run around with the sniper. Yeah, rifle. you and Nate have done some pretty good fucking aggro scout shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. having to rely on like I've got no more ammo like c- constantly um, yeah. sort of was like at the point where I was like oh, I'm, I'm good for this at the moment uh, maybe I'll get back it, into it at some stage but I, I feel like ammo pouch on him would be a bit more useful I, I didn't look at the unlock so maybe, maybe I just don't understand like what the fucking scout brings to the table at any point it's like aggro scouts like 3D spotting is gone yeah. Right. So it's not like that's an option. Um, and I don't. Like, I don't know how the glint system works there. either. There is no glint. They got rid of it. There's something there. There's got to be. I've seen it a couple of times. Maybe the f- muzzle flash. Yeah, I don't know. It must be the muzzle flash, man. Like yeah. they got rid of all that shit. It's just not in it anymore. I'm fine um, with that. I think it looks. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. I do have a problem with fucking. I, I still hate snipers. I think I'm I'm gonna hate snipers more in BF5 than previous, like in in the other ones, because there's even less of a reason for a player to be a sniper now, except to farm kills. And I think that is a mistake. Sort of, they should have incentivized players to do something to play the objective as a sniper. But as it exists now. It's sort of like the snipers there, so because they know people want to sniper in battlefield games, and people will find some way to snipe in battlefield games, hmm. and that's the only role the scout seems to fucking fulfill. And yeah. I think that sucks shit. Um, but yeah, um, the vehicles aren't overpowered. You have to fucking rearm them. Yep. I dropped like two bombs. I jumped in the plane. I dropped two bombs. I'm like, um, how the fuck come I can't drop any more bombs? And they're like, oh, you got to go back and like rearm after every bombing run. Um, so it gives you like, it turns it into like, uh, there's a constant place where the plane will be going to. Yep. Um, and that makes it an easier target for like, for people to take down. I was uh, I jumped on the AA at one point. Uh, the first day, it seemed like first day of this fucking beta, everything was fucking broken. It's like everyone like <laughs> classic battlefield, <laughs> but there's fucking so much wrong with it. And then the second day, it was like an entirely different fucking game. Um, yeah, so I uh, I jumped on an AA gun uh, in one of my last games, and I shut down the fucking skies. It was fucking awesome. You just like it felt so good because this uh, these two planes had been like bombing the fuck out of us. And we were like a hundred behind in the tickets race, and uh, as soon as I shut down these planes, we came back and won. Hmm. Felt like I like I think the only only thing is that like Battlefield did nothing to recognize my contribution to our overall effort. Like despite the fact that I was killing like four dudes or two dudes every two minutes um i was clearly like the net positive for our team the amount of people who were no longer dying on our team because those planes weren't there uh it was significant 
and I don't know how they would ever reflect that, uh, but yeah, it would be nice to get a bit of recognition, you know. Yeah. Uh, tanks, you got to rearm them as well. They're still crazy fucking powerful. Uh, I do have a, like a, I have a bit of a like gut worry that uh, the fact that you've got to rearm tanks will just encourage the squirrel sort of play where you sit back. And uh, it's now justifiable because you're going to be, like, getting ammo. There were a couple of times when I was in a tank and I'd, like, be sitting well behind the attack line uh, just just because I had to fucking rearm. Hmm. Although, because I'm not a wiener, I would then immediately push all the way through to the fucking front and I'd go on the charge as the tank. I reckon I got as many kills fucking running cunts over as I did like shooting people. Yeah. But isn't the idea that they'll um each each site will have a rearming station, sort of how the the um like infantry works as well? Yeah, but it's a little bit um it's very tempting to not leave that rearming station. Yeah. Like because it takes long enough that like because you think about the way we play Battlefield, right? We do the circle. Yeah, we go from A to B to C to D to E and then back to A again. We'll we'll loop straight back around. We'll just keep capping, yeah. right? And killing anyone who happens to be there and getting points and all that kind of stuff. And it was obviously the correct like plan in the beta because defending points didn't get you any points at all. Um, they they had they fucked up the defending uh, trigger and they didn't fix it by the end of the beta either um, so attacking the next point was always the best plan but if you were in a tank uh, you couldn't really keep up with the circle because you'd have to linger back and get ammo uh, until the next one so you're always a little bit behind and you generally get caught up by the circle and you get stuck defending a point instead yeah. of char- leading the charge which I feel like a tank even if, like I, I just don't think the tank is a, a good defensive weapon um Obviously, it's a powerful one, but I just don't think it's that's not the best use of it, you know. Hmm. It's not the most efficient way to use a fucking tank. Um, but yeah, hmm. um, they're not that hard to take down. They like, I feel like they may be a little bit too strong, like, strong, a bit stronger than they should be, but um, they're not like super difficult. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, like battlefield four or three one of them had like tanks that were i thought way too difficult to take out and you just wound up in this situation where a single tank could just fuck everyone yeah yeah right um yeah so like the squads thing is a big point they they've got a point system in there now uh where not only are you sort of like working towards things on your own team, like getting uh, caps and that sort of thing, uh, get yep. jumping into tanks, but you can spend your points on calling in reinforcements. Um, so you can like call down extra vehicles or um, the one that we saw or like supplies. Um, so there are like supply uh, areas on the map and it's usually on a control point and you can go and get more health, um, get an extra bandage, or you can load up on grenades again or ammo. Um, and each sort of cap point will have one of these, but you can also call one of them out on the field somewhere if you want to. And then, then people can come and get all that stuff. So that's one of the abilities. And then there's also like a V2 rocket, <laughs> yeah, which is like a mini nuke. It's the fucking best. And it sounds so sick. It's so good. 
when it that like thing comes in. It chatters its way across the fucking sky and there's a panic. So anyone who knows what the fuck to listen out for, there's a panic in that moment when you hear it and you like look up and you try to work out which fucking base it came from. Because <laughs> if it came from your base, your all your fucking money. But if it came from their base, when that chattering stops, if that stops too close to you, you were in a lot of fucking trouble. And, uh, yeah, basically uh, the chattering stops, which means that the, I guess, whatever the fuck is propelling it uh, <laughs> Cuts has, out. has run out and um, it's now falling. And it falls, lands, explodes, and it doesn't matter if you're on the same side, the other side, whatever the fuck. If you're inside its blast radius, uh, you get knocked off your feet. And uh, if you're... Uh, if it's on the other side, you get taken either down to fuck all health or you'll die. Or if, um, yeah, and if you're on the same side, you just get knocked off your feet and you got to get back up. And, yeah, it explodes. The sound of it is fucking crazy. The shockwave is awesome. It's really fucking good. It's the best. Yeah, and it destroys stuff. <laughs> It'll just melt buildings and and whatnot. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm, I'm curious to see the sort of what else they put in the, the game, like other unlockables if there are any um because yeah. like the other thing i'm interested about is how the catch-up like system will work because in battlefield one they had the behemoths and like if you were behind in a game it would spawn in a random vehicle and, and like you've, you've all seen the footage of giant blimps coming in and crashing on maps like that was one of the behemoths and there would be on some maps like giant trains with turrets on them um later on when they did some of the dlc they would put in like really beefy ass tanks so it doesn't seem like they've got anything at the moment in the game sort of like that to rebalance the um the ticketing system so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious. But at the same time, I haven't really had games where one team was getting wiped at the moment. It, like, we've had a couple where it's come down to, like, four or five tickets. Like, easily, I've had a couple of games like that, which has been super close. It's kind of what you want. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with that. And then, yeah, like, the destructibility is really good. They've got the supports on, and everybody else can build and reinforce building. Like you can build things in the environment, um, put up sandbags and it's not everywhere. It's only on certain parts of the, the environment. So you can, um, reinforce windows. You can build like in the snow levels, you can make trenches. Um, there are like certain, the support guys can put in like giant bollards to stop tanks from getting into certain areas. You can put up barbed wire fences, there are uh, you can put up ammo crates and health crates like um fortifications for for um weapon mounts like there's so many different things they've added in there like this whole building mechanic which is really cool and interesting as well which i i dig quite a lot that's fun um yeah. what else is there fire out there's so so many changes yeah yeah there's fucking stacks of changes um yeah. Uh, oh, um, the parkour shit. Right. So they've they've like ramped up their traversal system to the next level, so that now you can actually grab onto ledges and haul yourself up, which is fucking awesome. Uh, except when you accidentally grab onto something and, um, and you're hauling yourself up somewhere you don't yeah. really want to be. Uh, I had a couple had that a couple of times. It, it's only if you like double tap space, uh, but there have been a couple of times when I like just 
hammered the space button by accident and uh, climbed up onto a fucking ledge in the face of a bunch of fucking enemies, which was uh, hilarious. Um, really opens up the, the fucking map, though. Like, the ability to get to all these different places means that you're no longer stuck with just, like, these very obvious choke points. Um, yeah. There still are a couple, but you can usually get around and find a new way to fuck people up, which is sick. It's so good. Yeah. Um, the ability to tow in oh. place weapons, yep. uh, which I only uh, did twice. Uh, the best one was when we, uh, Nate and I, Nate booked a, like the big fucking massive emplaced gun on the back of a uh, truck and then drove me around while I was sitting on the, on the gun yeah. and then hooked me around when he saw a tank. And so I like spun around and looked at this tank and then fired. I only got off one shot before we were both exploded. It's pretty battlefieldy, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there's upgrades to weapons. I'm not a fan of that at all. Uh, it's probably my least favorite thing about the entire fucking beta. And I hope they get rid of it, but I don't know that they will. Uh, so basically when you get, a, like when you've got a gun, you unlock those white resources for all those points that you earned in the other battlefield that I literally never spent any of yeah and this time you use them to upgrade weapons um, yep. along the way and you can upgrade like you up down, upgrade down a tree there's no like drawbacks at all usually like if you put a fucking if you put a muzzle brake on your gun in rainbow six yeah then it will increase your horizontal recoil but it decreases your vertical recoil and you figure like if you figure you can manage horizontal recoil better than vertical then that's the best idea you know Hmm. um or you put a silencer on and it'll like ramp up the the damage drop off shit like that yeah um yeah that's not that's not this this is just straight up you're making your weapons a lot better yeah and I don't agree with that. So I don't think that's the best way to do it. It does have like cosmetic uh, add-ons or cosmetic um, like customization options for guns. Yeah. And it seems like they've split them. It seems like they've done the upgrade path to give people the option to have cosmetic changes to their weapons without so that they can sell cosmetic changes, I guess, you know, they're trying to like they they want to have the ability to sell loot boxes or battle crates or whatever the fuck they're calling them. Yeah. Uh, but if they were to include the like if these parts were to improve your weapon, then it would be pay to win essentially. Mm. Um, so they can't do that. So they they've split them out from one another. But yeah, I don't agree that they've done it the correct way. And I think upgrades should be straight upgrades. Yeah. Um, so I, I I hated the support when we first started playing because I was like, it's taking me way too long to reload. I, it's oh, yeah. This gun is fucked. And then the first upgrade was like, make your, your reload quicker. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> it's so much quicker now. I like this gun. So, yeah, yeah it's in that weird spot. Um, but and you can also attach like there are like literally holoscopes in this game. Uh, they're sort of mixing and matching with like the the things they're borrowing from 
like World War Two, but also it's like their version of it. So yeah, like there are scopes in the games um, and holoscopes and like red dots, which I'm all like I'm enjoying that part now. I'm not having to use, it. but it, like iron sights. But the iron sights are still okay in this game. I'm finding most of them pretty good. It feels easier to use than in Battlefield One. Um, but yeah, like going back to the upgrade system, like the UA in this game is terrible. Um, oh, yeah. It needs to be overhauled. Some someone needs to do something about it. It's so like hard to manage what you're looking at um you can only upgrade in the main menu you you can't actually do it on the fly in game so you're leveling up your weapons and it's like oh you've unlocked all these things now but you can't use them because you need to go back to the main menu in, in the game you need so you need to leave the server or like oh the the map's finished and i got all this cool stuff on my weapons but you can't do it while you're waiting for the game so you leave the map go back to the main menu you unlock all these things you just got and then you've got to go back into the game and then attach them um like in another menu so it's like you're doing all this weird shit that is terrible uh i'm hoping that there is they fix that or do something like there, there shouldn't be any reason why I need to leave the match or leave the server to go apply all these weapon changes. Like I'm going to put a new scope on this gun or I'm going to upgrade my, you know, whatever. Cause at the moment you upgrade it and then you apply it and it, it's not applying in the actual game. You got to then go back into the game and apply it again a second time, which is, is dumb. It just looks horrible. Like it's, they've, tried to take this like minimalist approach to the ui um Mm. on the main menus at least and it just doesn't look very good i feel like even the stuff in the game is not that great you've got like things happen it's like you've you know you get five assault kills whatever and you get a ribbon and now it's got this giant fucking v that flashes up on the screen whenever that happens and it's all of a sudden like a firework goes off in your face um and that's that's dumb as shit like i don't like the way the map is set out anymore um Mm. i made it bigger because we always get like the big maps but i don't know there's something about it i'd like the old it looked cleaner the interface at least this looks a bit messy for my liking um even like looking at people on your team it's like sometimes it's hard for me to go oh okay that person's on my team or not um i don't know what what it is about them it's just uh just doesn't look right that like blue circle right. <laughs> yeah that's what it is and um yeah the it's been buggy in terms of um just like the whole squad mechanic like i want to play with my friends but you can't because their their team is full their servers they're, sorry not their, their servers full but their like squad is full and so you yeah. can't actually join into their game I, like, I don't know what server you're playing on but I should be able to go join game and then, all right, maybe I, I can't get into your squad, but at least I'm in the same server as you. But no, nah, the game's like, nah, fuck you. Yeah. The, the squad's full, so you can't join at all. Like that, that is dumb. Um, hopefully this stuff is all fixed for the full release because it's a bit sloppy, some of the things in there at the moment. I'm pretty sure this like, that's the sort of stuff that will be, but yeah. Um, a lot of it was like, it was meta shit it was outside the game that was yeah. most fucked I oh, so I think for me the one thing I want to see change is an extra clip of ammo um, I, I'm, a, I'm okay with two clips on a person like, I shouldn't have to start I shouldn't have to spawn with my team as a support and just start dishing ammo out to everybody is the first thing I do like every single time no. 
No, you should. I disagree. I think no. you gotta. You gotta fucking. You gotta eat that. There's some good memes going around about about like the drug addicts being like, "Yeah, you, hey man, you got any ammo?" Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, some good ones. Um, so yeah, like I I get the idea of like making you. I don't know. I just feel like I don't have enough ammo to start the game with. Like two clips is like the clip you've got in your gun and then another 30 bullets or 20 bullets doesn't seem like enough for me. I feel like a second clip would be perfect because at least then you're still needed and, and you're not instantly spawning and then being like, all right, who needs... There's the three other guys around me on my squad um, that needs ammo. Anyway, oh, the other thing is I don't like is the uh, the... Once your team dies, you can still be revived, but then you bleed out and then you've got to wait another eight seconds. I think that yeah. needs to be changed. Yeah. To either it's a bit shorter. I don't know. It's it's way too long. Because you're waiting for someone to revive you. Your team gets wiped and then all of a sudden you're waiting another eight seconds to get up. It's like I've already, I've literally already waited fucking 15, 20 seconds. Um yeah, it's just shit. That part shit, at least. So that something about that needs to be changed. I'm not sure what they do, but um, yeah, just count like fucking bleed out time as part of your fucking countdown time, like as part of your fucking yeah, instead reinforcement time. That's yeah, um, but yeah, cool. Otherwise, it looks sick. It looks really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I want to play more. Definitely, it's a good year for games, man. Far out. <laughs> Some good stuff yeah. coming out. Yeah, absolutely. These two. Uh, I feel like, um, yeah, like Call of Duty might show me back with the uh, yeah with what I've seen so far. Um, mm-hmm. Battlefield, I was pretty whatever about it, but now I'm I'm like I can't go back to Battlefield one. So yeah, I'm excited for Call of Duty and Battlefield this year. Should be fun. One hundred percent. All right, sports games. Sport game. It's basketball season coming up. Uh, basketball starts in yeah. like two weeks. Preseason. Preseason, yeah. Preseason is in two weeks. And that means a new basketball game is out. NBA 2K19. Yes. Um, we, oh, I didn't review this last year, but we talked about it on the show. I've reviewed a lot of basketball games <laughs> over the years. No. I feel like I've got half a dozen on Metacritic or along the lines of that. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, so Are I, you reading this one for survival? Yeah, I am. Um, cool. Apparently. Um, yeah, which is interesting, right? I'm pretty conflicted about this game. I think the basketball, as always, is pretty fucking good. Um, the gameplay is, I feel like, pretty top-notch. I've been playing a lot of it the last um, couple of days. I got a copy on... Last Friday, I think we got sent copies, right? It's now Wednesday, so yeah, that's pretty much the game I've been playing exclusively since um, since Friday. And yeah, man, like the the basketball is really good. It feels good. Um, the biggest change they've put in there that I can tell is stuff with the takeover system, which is really interesting. Um, yeah, it's sort of like your player doesn't really get hot anymore. Like, oh, your player is on fire. It is now like a, an actual bar on the the screen, like a UI. And at a certain point, you'll reach a limit and I'll be like, all right, you can trigger this takeover system and it will now buff certain um, 
like personality, not personality traits, but certain like badges that your your archetype is sort of situated into, and then it'll allow you do those sort of things better. Um, so, for example, if you're a, I don't know, like fucking Steph Curry, um, who is a three point shooting machine, it'll buff those sort of things. Whereas if you're maybe a bit more of a like a defensive player, um, like. I don't know, DeMarc- DeMarcus Cousins or Anthony Kawhi Davis, Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, well, Kawhi's pretty overall standard for good That's everything, true. right? Um, yeah, it'll like maybe he'll be good. Like those things will get boosted up. Maybe be able to do better. Um, it'll up his block stats or yeah. the way those Because like a lot of the things you do in the game are based off of percentages and ratings and like, all right, if you get this shot off, you've got a 80% chance of hitting it. But at the same time, the guy that is defending you is a solid defender. And then you've also missed the timing on that shot. So it takes all these like different things into effect. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll play with that system a bit more. So I think for me that's the biggest change that I've seen um, yeah. other than like the general tweaking of dribbling and passing and the way animations work um, and that sort of stuff because I'm not seeing much else in terms of gameplay defensive the defense stuff um, is a little bit overhauled and whatnot and I can talk about that but yeah that that's an interesting change and I, I actually quite like it because it's this risk thing of if you don't if you get to that point where you can use the takeover system and and you fuck up by not using it and maybe maybe you something happens i don't know you do a turnover or something negative happens you actually lose that entire bar um yeah but the the point of it is if you keep it you get to use it for longer and it boosts up a bit quicker towards the end there um which i think is interesting so yeah i i quite dig that i think it's it's interesting mechanic um so yeah, the basketball stuff is really good. It's the <laughs> other stuff that I still do not like. Uh, the mon- monetization of the game. Um, how everything revolves around VC and not only that, but it, all the VC is, um, it affects gameplay as well. Yeah. Uh, and not purely cosmetic, which is, I don't like that part at all. It sucks. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like... When I was talking about how my, my theory on why Battlefield upgrades exactly exist as they do, I'm like, didn't I play another game where, that didn't even bother trying to fucking separate these two things lately? All right. It's NBA 2K. Um, I really like, yeah, I really like the basketball player. I think plays really good. Um, the I like the prelude, the fucking, the story, the storyline. I, I thought it was good. I think it's better. Like, they have gone pretty goofy the i think since they started it <laughs> yeah remember the like two three years ago you had like your best friend who was a ghost at one stage and that was really fucking weird um like the, the comedian <laughs> chick who's your best friend who lives in the loft or whatever the fuck that was. yeah i think that was last um, year that was last year and all that kind of shit this yeah. is still goofy but it's not as goofy <laughs> yeah it's 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 relatively grounded yeah, a bit more uh, yeah yeah, um, takes like you st- you don't get drafted. Um, you go to China. There's actually there's an actual character arc. It's like not anything fucking complex, but it's there's like growth. There's character growth. He actually he starts in one place, yeah, and he finishes somewhere else, and it's halfway decent. Like, like yeah, I was shocked because I don't know if you remember, but when I reviewed this, as I said, the last one was. T- 
17. And the arc in that one was you started off as, um, I can't remember if it was in G League or as a rookie. And then for whatever reason, you were playing against the All-Stars. Like, <laughs> it was- Right, yeah. It was, oh, you were in, was it the Australian team or something like that? I can't, but anyway, it was so dumb. Like, why are you playing against these professional basketball players? Like, you're literally this scrubby fucking NBA player. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. Um, whereas this takes, sort of takes that into account and it makes, like, you get a good idea of why you're playing against these good players. Like, it makes yeah. sense, like, because this shit actually happens in real life. It's internally justified. Um, yeah. They, like, they, they talk it through. They, they have reasons for everything. And, yeah, you just sort of, you work it out. Uh, the, I would say some of the fucking starring roles are cameos at best uh, but like nevertheless uh, I thought it was pretty good like yeah I liked uh, your coach on the uh, on the G League team you wind up on yeah. I thought he was uh, I like it's Rob Hubel who is a comedian, uh, comedian I, I love I reckon he's fucking hilarious uh, and he's not playing like this goofy comedian dude he's playing a serious role and I think he treats it with respect and he does a really good job I think like that's fucking awesome Haley Joel Osmond like does a solid job as this goofy cunt fucking busboy come social media manager I don't think the problems with that role are on him I think he does a good job uh yeah, like, uh, fucking the sidekick from Captain America. Yeah, yeah. He's like a scout. His character is weird, and I, I actually didn't really like how he played it. To be honest, it seems like I think he's he's the person that, like, I measure the seriousness with which the other characters are taking the role because hmm. he seems to be taking it sort of all as a bit of a piss take I thought I don't know maybe that was just me um, yeah it was just it's weird man because um, I thought yeah the storytelling was pretty decent your character your player character is a unrepentant dickhead and he like has an arc where he slowly learns to stop being a fuckwit, but he's still kind of a dickhead by the end. Yeah. So that doesn't really help. That's not perfect. Um, it makes me feel like whoever wrote it might be a bit like inherently unlikable, but that's probably pretty fucking unfair. Um, yeah. Uh, like I, I think they did a good job, but everything about playing my player is tied to this VC shit. Uh, and you're fucked, man. Like I'm playing like I, my character shouldn't be in the NBA. I'm starting on the fucking Phoenix Suns, which is a desperate indictment of the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> but like, <laughs> they, I think they came. Did they come last last season or pretty close? They would, they would have fucking. They would have been struggling to come last. They're like the alternative was like permanent irrelevance. Um, they're not the Shanghai Dragons, but they're fucking close. They're terrible. Uh, I'm starting from. Uh, I have a 68 overall rating. Um, yeah. Like, I wouldn't get drafted in a fucking 20-player fantasy league. Mm. 
Mm. People would probably just be like, yeah, I can't afford the negative hit to the, my field goal stats, so yeah, for the field goal percentage, so I'll probably just leave that spot blank instead of, instead of picking me up. Yeah. I can't hit shots for shit, man. Like, my stats aren't there, so every time I go up against any, like, halfway decent fucking defender, I just, I miss. Yeah, and you're a point guard, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. All I can do to get actual, like, stats yeah. is assists. I just, I power through assists. And it is the dullest fucking version of basketball <laughs> because all I do is I go to the top of the key, I press the L1 trigger to, like, call a screen. Yeah. One of my big men comes up, stands next to me. I run the little guy into them and then immediately pass the big guy and he dunks. Right. Uh, I can do that probably 40 fucking times a game. Um, Yeah, my biggest challenge is uh, sometimes, like, only extremely occasionally uh, collision detection errors will occur and uh, my big man will get stuck and instead of running to the basket and catching the ball and dunking it, he will get stuck on the, the little person he's been switched, switched off on and uh, he will not make it. And so he'll just stand there and get the ball and then he will have to take two steps, in which case it's not longer an assist for me. Mm. It doesn't count as an assist. Uh, I'm in that fucking takeover mode constantly. I'd say like by the fucking end of the first quarter, I'm in takeover mode because it's just, it's just assist city, baby. Like, Sometimes I switch it up. Uh, during the fucking prelude, it was like, oh, get three assists with this character. Get three assists with this character. There's no fucking way. I don't know how the fuck to do that. Except for the old, like, wait, like, hold the fucking ball for the entire fucking shot clock and then pass it to them when there's two seconds left, uh, which is how I got the assist the second time because um, I had, like, the... I had, like some dude that I didn't like but I had to pass him to show that I was a team player or some shit yeah uh, that's what I did it took him seven shots to get the three assists I needed uh, and twice he just held the ball and we got a shot clock violation it was pretty good um, yeah like it's just dull man I, but like what, what the fuck else am I supposed to do yeah like I'm, I'm not paying more. I can't get a bigger paycheck. I'm starting for the fucking Phoenix Suns, uh, but I, I'm still only earning a thousand BC a game, which is enough for. At this point, at sixty-eight, I'm, I can increase one stat by one point yep. every game, and I will very quickly reach a point where I can't even manage that. Um, like. Yeah, I'm st- I'm stuck in the two year contract, so two three year contract. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's fucked. Yeah, it's it's pretty slow. Like the the majority of the points that you're getting from VCs from your salary, because even if you do well in a game, um, you get you, you get like 130, 140 points if you do really well in a game. What is my points shit they added in? that seems like the fucking dog shit is bullshit that they've added. Like, um, it seems like it exists solely to dick you out of VC. Well, that's so that you can't... So, the way the my point system is put in there, um, you've got, like, limitations of how much you can put into 
your uh, your like individual stats, so that you can't actually buy your way to play a ninety nine. You've actually got to play the game, right? So if I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, we've been playing for the last like the game came out yesterday officially, but you could yeah. buy the ultimate edition or whatever the fuck it was and spend 150 bucks and you could get the game early and they would give you 100,000 VC and, and that's why everybody running around was like level 88 or 86 because um, you could only buff to a certain point and then you earn the my points and that allows you to like alright well now you've gotten like an extra rank in here it, it starts like pushing that limit a bit further so alright you can put points now further into this part and that's what it'll eventually get you to 99 as a player um, by doing those other tasks in in the my points, and you get that by doing things like practice or um, certain things within a game, um, like blocks, sh- shooting, passing, um, highlights, uh, and then outside the game, it's doing things like um, getting fans, um, uh, doing the exercise, practicing with your team, all that sort of stuff. That's how you boost that part. And that's what it's, it's there for. Yeah. Why, it's garbage. <laughs> why is that? Because all that could be earning me fucking VC. Yeah. All yeah. Of that could, could just be going into VC and they could just admit to themselves that you buy your way to fucking 99 anyway, which is literally what they want. Yeah. And like they cut out the bullshit. They've added that to justify to themselves that it's not paid to win and to dick you out of an opportunity to earn VC so that you have to pay more. So, because otherwise it deflates the fucking, uh, it causes inflation uh, on the on the economy, uh, on the internal economy, because there's more VC in the fucking market, which means that people are able to get their stats higher. It's fucking bullshit. Every time I, like, it's like, yeah, uh, 14 assists, this many fucking points, this many fucking pointless points. I'm like, cool. And then uh, how much VC did you earn this game? 24. Oh. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, that like fourteen assists um, for for a rookie uh, is actually pretty good. Uh, actually, it's, it's pretty good regardless. It's pretty good for a really good basketball player. Yeah. So uh, I, I feel like I'm getting fucked about here a bit by earning sweet jackal fucking VC. Uh, but yeah, cool. I guess I'll continue to be able to do literally nothing. <laughs> oh, the other thing is uh, I can't actually score. Uh, I, I don't get any assists in a game unless Tyson Chandler's on the court. Because uh, everyone else <laughs> right. oh, is dog shit. So, We're uh, having a very different experience. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm... Um, we'll go back to mine. Uh, the I'm playing as a small forward. And um, I have played about 20 games in the NBA at the moment. Um, I got drafted into, I think, so you start off in like the Chinese, the Chinese Shanghai League. Um, the thing I liked about that is all the commentary is in yeah. like the local language. And so you have <laughs> no clue what is going on. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is the best thing that I've seen in it this was. game so far. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, this this is pretty funny. And then the second game starts and it's still the same thing. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. They're like fully committed into this whole thing. And there's like no subtitles, no nothing. It's no. just all in the local yeah. language. And I feel like they've probably, they probably just- like, it's probably from the actual, that version, right? And they just switch it. Um, I don't know. 
That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, like, that is, that's amazing, that part. And then, like, you basically get to the point in that, that game where um, the, the, the All-Stars or the, I think that's called, like, the Global... Uh, the Global World Tour or something like that. That's when all the All-Stars come and they come and play in China, which is like literally a thing that happens <laughs> anyway um, yeah. because, you know, basketball is very big over there. And um, and that's why you're playing in this game against them. And you end up in a highlight reel by dunking over like one of your um, sort of nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a college player that used to, used to play with, um, who got drafted, but you didn't. And, uh, this sort of, this highlight goes viral. And then from there, like people start recognizing you. You end up in the, um, the G League, which is like the NBA's development league. Uh, I think all of the teams in the NBA actually have a G League team now. And there are people like, uh, Jeremy Lin is probably a name that people recognize. He was a G League player. Um, you know, there's a bunch. And sort of teams, teams, even rookies end up playing in those G League teams. Like they'll, it, it, to get familiar with games and whatnot. So they'll send them down to those games. They'll play and then they'll come back and play in an NBA game. Um, so yeah, basically you're playing this G League team and you have a couple of games in there. And then that's when you sort of get pulled up by another team. Um, and so you, I, I I missed this whole point, but there was like a part in there where it must have been like, "Hey, who do you want to play for?" or "Who is your favorite team?" or something like that. And I was just like, "Yeah, Lakers, easy." Uh, did you select Phoenix? Or like, what happened at that stage? No, I se- I selected the Lakers. Right. Okay. Um, so I wasn't sure what was going on with the story at this point because I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm on the Lakers. That's good. I like them." Um, and also the. His name's like Corey Harris. He's the your college, um, your fellow college player. He's yeah. on that team, and that's why I asked you the other day. Is like, is he on your team as well? Like, is this part of the story? But no, it turns out he's actually always on the Lakers. It looks like. Um, well, I only I only made it to the Suns after the pre, like prelude finished, right? Stuff. Um, but yeah, he was always on the Lakers as far as I could tell. So I, yeah, after I finished in China, uh, I went to the G League affiliate for the Lakers, whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. Uh, and then you get transferred to the Indiana G League affiliate. Uh, so you're basically playing for the Flint Tropics. I was in the and, Fort Wayne uh, Mad Ants. Yeah. Fort yeah. Wayne. Yeah. They're the Indiana okay. G League. Sure. Uh, um, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, your your man is always on the fucking Lakers. Um, it just so happens that you went to the Lakers. At the end of the fucking prelude, I was given, like, op- like choices of teams I could go to. Yeah. It's like, earn a thousand, by- uh, thousand VC a game if you go to the, the Phoenix Suns. Right. Alternatively, you could get a big square punch in the dick if you go to any other team. Like the Suns, it is. Uh, yeah, because otherwise I would have been earning like six hundred fucking VC to play on the fucking Kings, and I'd be in exactly the same place I am now, except earning far less. So, uh, yeah, I decided, you know, not to. Right. Okay. Yeah, I missed that whole <laughs> that whole bit for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, 
so yeah, I'm on the Lakers and I uh, started off as um, small forward, not getting much minutes, but eventually ended up playing pretty well. So I, um, I'm at the point now where I'm a starter. And um, but, but like even before that, I was I was getting 18 minutes a game around about then, um, and I was doing about 18 points a game, five rebounds, four assists, like one or two, I think one or two blocks and a steal, um, off 55, 60 percent shooting, uh, field goal percentage, free throws was a bit average, is like 60 percent. Um, but yeah, that like I was doing okay. I was doing pretty well. And the thing that was really annoying me was, and I messaged you about this, my rotations in the game were fucked. Like for whatever reason, LeBron James, who is a top three player um, in basketball, depending on who you speak to, is like, he would not play at the end of my games. He was always coming, like he'd go to the bench in the fourth quarter or like towards the end of the fourth quarter, which doesn't really happen. Um, like he's a dude that plays not playoff, not playoff LeBron sorry yeah he, he, like generally he plays like 36 minutes and it seemed like there was like a fucking cutoff. coach was like you've played 32 minutes that's it you're out that's enough for you and it's like but coach the game's really close he's like no nah, doesn't matter you've hit you've hit your mark Carl Kuzma's playing instead <laughs> like what is Carl Kuzma doing on the court when there's you know it's a really close game there's four points in it there's four minutes left shouldn't LeBron be playing coach no nah, fuck you alright fair enough I guess I'm going on I've played like six games in the NBA but you'll have me on here and <laughs> playing as a fucking power forward and Carl Kuzma and small forward I don't know what's happening there <laughs> And There's so, 12 minutes left in this bitch. We're in garbage time. Yeah. Coach, coach we, we can win this one. Get the fuck out there, third string. I'm not even third. I'm like 12th on my team. But it doesn't matter. Because, like, LeBron could literally play any position, I feel like, on, my, on that team, right? Maybe not center, but... Do you really need center in this day and age of basketball? Probably not. Um, <laughs> I do on the Suns. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and so, like, I'm, I think I'm like, this is broken. Like, I'm losing. I lost like two or three games where I was like, fuck. Like, why is LeBron not playing? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I couldn't work it out. I'm like in the settings being like, all right, you can switch people depending on fatigue. Is it that? Sorry, just to interrupt real quick. Um, the, the Phoenix Suns are zero from seven uh, so far. So uh, really, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay, so at this stage, I think we were second. Um, I think we we're on like seven and three or eight and three, something like that. This is me coming off the bench, and and I'm like, fucking LeBron, what are you doing? And it, so it was like me. It was it would either be like Lonzo or Rondo at point guard. And then, like, Corey Harris, who is the the made-up player. Um, and then it'd be, like, Kyle Kuzma, me, and JaVale McGee playing. And I'm like, why is... Yeah, I like, coach, I'll go on the bench. Let LeBron fucking carry this, but nah, whatever. Um, and then, so I was worried about, like, what the fuck's going to happen when I get starting? Or if I get starting? I knew it was coming because it shows you in game when you're getting close. Like, am I going to take... Because I'm a small forward and so is LeBron, right? Am I going to take his position um, or are they going to put me somewhere else? Like, is LeBron just not going to play anymore for this team? Uh, and eventually I get to starting position. And for whatever reason, LeBron's starting still a small forward, but I'm in power forward position now. And um, 
Yeah, and I think like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why it was doing that, but there's a weird thing going on with, the, with those rotations. So, um, gold. But yeah, we're we're doing pretty well. And my first game, I think it, I, I sent you guys a message, but it was like 35 points. Uh, like eight or seven rebounds, like four or five assists, a um, couple steals, a couple blocks off like 80, 70 something percent shooting. That was my first game. And I'm a, I'm 66, I was 66 at that stage. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's um, a bit of like between what the experience I'm having where you're not doing. Oh, sorry, me and you, where you're like having a really hard time scoring as a point mm-hmm. guard or kind of getting anything done. And I'm playing as a uh, a small forward who is- an out of position small forward. Yeah, who is in power forward starting for the Lakers <clears throat> over LeBron yeah. sometimes in, when I was playing backup and getting 35 points, like nearly triple doubles as a 66 player. Like there's, some, there's something wrong there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And also, like my most of my game is all I do a lot of posts play in in yeah. my when I get in there because um, my shooting wasn't that great, but I get in post. I'm not entirely that strong, but I can sort of push my way in, and generally I'll get a vibe for like what I'm up against. Like if it's Serge Ibaka that's posting me up, I'm like, all right, probably don't want to throw this up. He'll probably block the shit out of me, but otherwise. Um, I'll be like, all right, I can just sort of work my way in the post and do a hook shot or something like that or spin around and get in there. And so what I've been doing in the training is bumping up like all my post moves and my finishing moves and, and that sort of shit and sort of not really focusing on my three-point shooting um, or like passing and that sort of thing. But yeah, I've just been sort of putting all the stats into things where I know I can get points and that that sort of stuff. So I don't want, I'm like, I'm scared. Like what the fuck happens when I get to in the seventies or eighties? Like what am I going to be doing like 50 points a game and like 20 rebounds and 20 assists or something? Like what happens there? Are you playing on 12 minute quarters? Yeah. 12 minute quarters. Um, yeah. I'm, I think we're first to the ladder now. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's a weird, very different experience that you and I are having in our positions. Um, yeah. like I can't call plays because I'm not a point guard. Um, so, That's I've just right. got to do whatever the coach tells me to do. Um, yeah, and gen- I can't call plays because I can't have worked it out. But, um, oh, it's it's like um, uh, the buttons, the arrows, D-pad. Ah, right. You probably should look that up. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. It won't matter. It's not really going <laughs> really to trump the fucking... Pick and roll, basic. Pick and roll is pretty good. Pick and roll is pretty good. I've been playing um, my team as well. Oh, yeah. And that's all. That's Hang on now, before we leave my player, can I just... I don't know if you've noticed this. Probably not because you're having the fucking... <laughs> the most blessed run of all time. But have you noticed that, like, if you fuck up on defense... Yeah. Like... You lose a lot. lose... Your teammate grade, like, tanks. Yeah. That, that's what's always worse, been in there. But what's worse is when you get screened mm. and your teammates don't actually rotate yes like so then yep like they don't move across so i'm just i'm like i get fucking screened by the fucking by anthony davis like like shoulder checks me in the face and i'm like supposed to climb over the fucking wall and then fucking whoever the fuck on my team trevor Riesel, like just watches yeah as whoever the fuck like just wanders to the fucking and dunks it and then it's like 
defensive breakdown. I'm like, yeah, that's what the fucking screen does, motherfuckers. How the fuck am I supposed to, what am I supposed to do? Hmm. Like, what, predict it? Yeah, I did predict it. He's like, he's fucking 18 miles wide. Of course I'm getting hit fucking screened by him. If I go near the fucking cunt, I'm getting fucking screened. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it happens all the time. I got a fucking, in that last game before, like the last game of the prelude, and it's like, um, you're playing for the Lakers. Uh, Like... I was playing for the Lakers in my call-up game and I was playing alongside my old college teammate and this is my shot to show the NBA every, everything they had and all this kind of stuff. Uh, I needed 10 assists uh, to, to like justify it and I needed a teammate grade of B-plus right. or higher. Yeah. And uh, I got my teammate grade up to B-plus yep. uh, in the second quarter. Uh and then, um, yeah, I uh, got, like, bumped out on a screen, watched it dive to B, and then B minus, and, uh, and then I, like, threw a turnover, and suddenly I'm in the Cs, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on here? I'm going to, like, I'm going to have to start this fucking game again. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, <clears throat> fucked. Yeah, the the whole that grading system of the getting sort of badly marked for bad defensive players—it's just like always been in there, um, and it, it's, it's one of those things where it's playing. like sometimes you'll get one, and sometimes it's like it'll dock you for two. Like, oh, you allowed an inside pass, but you also allowed them to score, so that's yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Um, or, yeah. or or you allowed an inside pass, and then they missed a shot, they got an offensive rebound, and then scored, and that's like three <laughs> fucking docks. You're like, Shit. Uh, or I like I like the one where it finally switches. Like they miss the layup because yeah. one of your teammates decides to, I don't know, like spastically flail his arms in the air. Uh and it sh- like puts them off their game because they're like, is he having a seizure? Yeah. And uh they miss the layup, but they get the offensive rebound. Uh and that's and that's when it's decided to like not like someone else gets the offensive rebound and that's when it decides to switch players for you. Yeah, and so suddenly you've switched, and so now you get the allow offensive rebound <laughs> on like the player that you were weren't trying to mark anymore. Hmm. It's pretty good. There's the pretty other. Good. There's the one where it's like you steal the ball, but it like you don't get control of the ball, and then it goes off you and goes out yeah. of balance, and so you get a steal, yeah, and then the it's turnover. like turnover. <laughs> and yeah. the turnover is more <laughs> like what it was. Yeah, I shouldn't have just touched it. Should have just let him have it. I should have just let it happen. I should have. No, it was my bad. I should have just stood near them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so a lot of, yeah, that was like the switching is one of the things I've got written down. Um, there's a there's a bunch of stuff on the settings that aren't on in the game for whatever reason. I, I feel like they should be by default. Things like um, uh, play vision um, should be on at all times. Uh, communications with teammates, I feel like should be on. And I, Did you turn that on? Is that what you're talking about? Um, right. What's that? So that'll be like, you need to switch. <laughs> like, um, so people talk to you within the game, but it'll come up on the screen and be like, this person called a switch or this person called a, um, a go over on the screen or go under. And so you should be listening to what they're saying because that's what happens in basketball. Like if you, if somebody, screens you while you're on defense you got to talk to the other person and say like what do i do are you are we switching or are we staying like 
But the problem with that is the same thing you're happening where it will come up on the screen and say switch and then you switch but the the AI doesn't switch and then something happens where it's like oh you're not marking the correct person and then all of a sudden you lose points because they score and they haven't switched so that's bugged out really badly. Um, I've lost so many points to that because the, the computer will be like switch and then they don't switch and then I lose the player and then that's it. So yeah, there's something going on there. Um, yeah, but I think play vision should be switched on. Um, that sort of stuff should all be on by default just so that people that don't know how to play the game like understand where they should be standing at all times because um, it really gives you an idea of like, oh, this play's about to be run, but everybody's standing around waiting for you and they're waiting for you because you're not in the right spot. Um, so, yeah, I think that should be on at all times. It's really strange. But anyway, mm-hmm. go- going back to like- um, Lighting, right? What's that? You're going to talk about my Yeah, team, my team. Um, so, yeah, I was playing my team and that's the collectible card game where you open up packs and you get players- um, in these packs and then you take those players and form a lineup uh, and play challenges or um, or against people online or against NBA teams uh, in single player and then you get given uh, an extra set of points it's called my team points and then you use those points to open more card packs um, and these card packs have it's like a fantasy team builder where you're getting players you're getting um, different courts you're getting uniforms you're getting different types of like footwear um arenas um you're getting things that allow your player to be better like um like a small boost in stats you're getting contracts so that you can play those players longer and yeah you're basically building this fantasy team um to complete these challenges and whatnot uh and that stuff is again like it's it's got that whole system of you need to spend this made up currency to buy card packs or you can spend VC again to buy card packs. But the thing is like, oh, I've got this really good player, but you can only use them four or five times before their contract's up. And then you need to play a, pay a contract card to boost them. Like, oh, you can play them for another five contracts or another five games. Um, and then it becomes this cycle of like, oh, I want to play this player, but I can't because I don't have any contract cards. So now I need to either need to like buy money to do it or I need to shred some cards to get more um, more of these points or use like shittier cards to try and earn more points it's yeah it's in a weird place at the moment but like generally I enjoy playing that part a little bit like getting these really <laughs> like weird mix of group of players in there and trying to complete some of these challenges um, and yeah and like you were talking about how you're doing the pick and roll stuff and that was like my go-to thing in this game I was basically just grabbing my point guard and my center and running Mm. pick and roll the entire time and the other teams could not stop me because I just had this humongous center I was like seven foot tall and um, yeah the entire time was just pick and roll it was so good no one could stop me it was was amazing but I don't know like that stuff's cool I just again the it's the stuff around it the currency the monetization of how they handle it I'm not a fan of at all um, anyway, uh, and then going back to to my career, the I think the neighborhood stuff is better this year. Um, it's no longer like a like they they take feedback on right, and they they've realized that all right, we still got work to do. It's like a square now or a rectangle. Um, 
and the stuff that you need to go to often is next to each other, which is pretty handy. Um, and I like being able to run around and just see games of basketball that's going on. And like, I can stop and literally watch like four games of basketball that's happening without yeah. like having to, I don't know, go into like a lobby or something. It's just, it's happening. I can turn around and see these guys play whatever. And yeah, that, that stuff's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's and they've got like a bunch of different events in there. Um, I think a dodgeball event starts today. Um, they've yeah, got like yeah. that weird basketball with the like trampolines. Um, that's out in like a back area. That looks interesting. I haven't checked that out yet. Uh, and mainly because when we were playing, it was all the people that bought in early. So they were all like level 88. And I yeah. was like 60. And I'm like, I'm not playing against these people. I get fucking stomped. Um, there's no matchmaking or, or in that area. So you, you've basically got to look at the people that are in, um, I guess, your server or your lobby. It sort of does it by regions and then be like, all right, well, I can't play against these guys, which kind of sucks. So it'd be cool yeah. if there was some more matchmaking or something along. Like it was sort of ranking players in a certain area. Um, but that's the thing, right? Is that they don't want that. They want you to be matched up with other people because they can be like, all right, well, you need to spend money to, <laughs> to, to be able to play these guys. Yeah. We were, were like, we've talked about that recently with like the, you know, showing off all this cool gear and like incentivizing people to try and do the same thing. Um, yeah. It's a dog way of doing it. But um, yeah, they definitely took feedback on the neighborhood stuff and it's a lot better this year. Um, it's better than what was last year, but it's absolutely bad. And like I, I like I enjoy playing these games, and and the thing is, I every year I've always got negative stuff to say about it, and it's cool that every year the things like a bunch of the stuff, and I'm saying that I'm responsible for the fucking changes that I make, but the things that I see in the game that I'm like that's not really good. Every year or two, I'm like, oh, they fixed that. That's better now. Um, there's stuff in there like, remember one year I was complaining about how the shot feedback meter was at their feet at one stage, or yeah. it was. That's now up at their arms. Like that makes so much more sense. I'm no longer looking at players' feet when I'm shooting, um, or, or looking down at their feet to get an idea of how badly I did. It's now next to their arms or their head, which is where I'd normally look anyway. Um, there were things in there. Was it last? No, 2017. I remember in my review how I wrote about like, this story doesn't make any sense. Why am I a rookie? Or sorry, I think it was a college player. Why am I a college player being called up to play in the all, like an all-star game against Australia? Like that's fucking stupid. And then they've, you know, they've gone around and, and fixed like a bunch of that stuff. Like it makes, it makes sense now. Um, and then things like with the, um, the run the neighborhood stuff before I think it was last year or the year before when you would go into a training facility and then um, they introduce these archetype types and you'd be like all right I'm a interior I'm a post player and then you'd go in there and your team would be like all right we're practicing three-point shooting today and you're like but yeah I'm not a three-point shooter I'm a I work inside and post like I'm, I'm a center and then so you'd fail those drills and you wouldn't earn any points at that that training session or practice session. Mm. And it like didn't make any sense. Whereas now you can go into the training facility and um, do whatever sort of like I want to practice in this section. Like these are the things I want to learn and get better at. And I've been able to do that by 
like I'm working on my post moves today. I'm working on my lockdown defense. And it's like, that's because the player I am. I'm not practicing three-point shooting this time. Um, so they've listened to that sort of feedback as well, which is really good. Like you occasionally get a couple of um, like team drills in there mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, we're practicing fast breaks today. But yeah. at least it's not like before it used to be every single time. Like, all right, here's a random drill and it probably doesn't make sense to you but we're going to do it anyway and that shit because it's kind of wasteful so that was a complaint that i had that was fixed and that's cool um so yeah like it may seem like being pretty negative about it but it's really just the monetization for me that's a problem um like a big problem and you were talking about on twitter like they basically built a fucking casino in the game and it is like decked out like a casino you walk in there and there is it's got that look of it like everything's really bright lit um everything's like this white color with red velvet there is like a fucking chocolate wheel that you spin uh with a giant like like a screen above it saying like daily wins and all this stuff um there's a giant screen in the corner that says like jackpot with a stupid amount of vc on there um and this is like the it's like literally a gambling area where you can wager vc to play against other people in the game and if you win then you get their vc (laughs) um yeah it's a bit shit that part but it's like it's literally been in the game for i don't know how many years it's been in there but now it's like it looks like a casino like it's it, like they've done it up like a casino a casino and there's a jackpot yeah and there's like atms like vc atms when you walk in that you go to and you can buy vc it's so <laughs> it's funny so, it's crazy it's so gross yeah which sucks because the game is really fucking good the basketball game is really good um, yeah, the presentation's awesome again this year. Like a lot of, uh, they've got more basketball players in there. Like Bill Simmons is apparently in there. I haven't heard him yet. Um, I don't know which part of the game he's in, but he's basically doing like the Kobe Bryant. Um, I think Kevin Garnett is, or am I making things up? Someone else like pops in every once in a while and, and gives some feedback. But I, I feel like- uh, I had Kobe in my first very first game. I had Kobe just talking. Yeah. I was playing um, as the Lakers against uh, the Warriors. Right. Uh, and he was just sitting there talking about how LeBron's, you know, one of the best to ever play the game and yep. blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. Like, uh, I think he was talking about rings. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, he was talking about rings, what he thought about rings. And he was like, at the end of the day, you can be one of the best players in the world and you just never wound up getting that many rings because all the schools are saying like because uh, you're on the Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> <laughs> I did not uh, so many things have to go right for you to get a ring like hmm. it was like it was really awesome like he's really well well measured he's got like he obviously thinks about basketball a lot um, so yeah and yeah. Like, oh yeah, I, I love like taking young guys through the game now, and like if they're out and listen, I, I live in like Orange County or something, and yeah, if guys are around, I'll like I'll tell them I'm going to be at the gym at five. If you want to train with me, meet me at five. And I'm pretty sure it's still about five in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, you've heard of those stories where he's a crazy fitness freak. Yeah. Um, but there's like commentary in there about LeBron like joining the Lakers, and that's only that's new. That's only like eight weeks ago, right? Yep. And there's a lot of stuff in there and that. So they've yeah they're up to date. Um, yeah, like the commentary is is always pretty solid in those games. It's just the other stuff. Um, I don't know. Have you had any crashes? I've had a couple crashes. No, I haven't. Okay. I had like five or six. Um, And I don't know if that was related to like weird connection issues where it like dropped connections or the game would just crash or something. Um, But it was before release. It hasn't happened since like the weekend. Um, So it's just something I'm keeping an eye on. But yeah, like six six crashes at least. (laughs) Strange. Anyway. Um, we should we should definitely jump in at some stage when you get time and have a game online. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I no, well, like I I definitely like to play online and see what that experience is like. But uh, next next week when we're watching Predator. Oh yeah, we can play some jump in for a game. Yeah, make the other dorks watch. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Cool. 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 That's it. That's all the games. I think. There's a lot. Yeah, that was. Mm. Should we talk about some news? Some news? There's not a lot of news to make up for all the games. So, uh, yeah, what do we got? THQ Nordic purchases the Kingdoms of Amalur IP. Kingdoms of Amalur was an interesting one. I thought it was a really interesting, like, world-building experience that I wound up forgetting fucking film. Um, So I just wound up, like, it just felt like this huge, gorgeous world that was, like, really well fleshed out, uh, but it was ultimately hollow as fuck. Uh, And it was just not, you know, just, like, felt like an MMO where they forgot to put any quests in. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, uh, like, with that said, I think the foundation has already set up. You know, it's really well established, and there's a lot there that they can build out of and make a really interesting game out of. So I think this is pretty cool. Like, THQ Nordic has a penchant for uh, taking these <laughs> uh, discarded uh, franchises and, and trying to do something with them. So I'm 100% on board to see what they can put together. Because, yeah, I didn't, I, yeah, mostly what I disliked about Kings of Amalur, I think could be summed up with like they definitely ran out of money yeah they had a lot of problems with like um yeah it was like kirk shillings like the bait was a baseball dude right um and then like this the state or the government i think had like a A part of it it, rhode island right yeah like they they invested in the i guess like sort of what happens here right in like melbourne or the the government sort of invests in indie games and they may or may not have been a like (laughs) weird tax break yeah 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 i guess we'll see right like they've picked up a bunch of stuff um they did darksiders as soon right yeah, Darksiders three is pretty soon. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Like that's something that I'm, I'm definitely keen to check out. Um, but mm. it's like, oh, we'll see. We will see because it's a different team, right? And that's the same thing with this kingdom thing. It's probably going to be a different team. But anyway, still, I I quite, I quite enjoyed that first one. Like you could see where they were going, and yeah. Um, it was it was fine. Like the game was fine. I felt like I, I had an enjoyable time playing it. Mm. 
Yeah. It definitely could have been better, but mm. it could have been a lot worse. And yeah, it was in terms of potential, it had a, like, there was a lot there. Yeah. So. Cool. All right, and the next one, we definitely ran out of things to talk about. Um, and I just saw this, thought it was interesting. Uh, Rocksteady is working on something. They are hiring a fuckload of people. Uh, that's, that's the news. <laughs> that's the news. There was, yeah, this is on, I think it was Destructoid. Uh, they're hiring like 20 or 30 people for a AAA game that people are excited about. And there's been rumors floating around that they're working on- Superman. Like a Superman game or maybe like a Justice League game. Um, right. So Rocksteady is the team behind Batman Arkham. Um, yeah. Or the, the first the three. Game. Yeah. I just thought it was relevant to talk about because um, Marvel Spider-Man just came out. Sp- Sp- uh, yeah. Batman's better than Spider-Man. That's yeah. a good point. And we all figured there was something coming from them at this year's E3, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's um, maybe Game Awards. That's coming up soon. Yeah. Maybe we'll hear something about them. That'd anyway, be cool. Yeah. So I- I'm keen to see whatever they work on. Most of their stuff's really good. It just sucks that the last game I played from them was fucked on the PC, which was uh, Arkham Knight. Yeah. It wasn't very good either, but whatever. Yeah. That's the news. That's all we found. Um, this new PUBG patch literally just went up. I don't know anything about it. I'm not reading the patch notes. So. Yeah. There's a new, um, they put a training map in. Oh, yeah, right. Yep. Some new guns. <sighs> Probably can't play it, but sure. Um, that's that's the podcast. We got questions. We do. We got an email. An email? Yeah. Open up your emails. I just oh, remembered. Yeah. It came in the other night and I was like, what's this? An email from somebody that's not PR. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> what is this? I'm going to check my, check my fax machine. Paul. Paul writes in. Hi, Joey and Luke. One. Fucking straight into it. No fucking intros. Just, well, he did say hi. What? Is your favorite usually color? People, people usually tell us that they love our podcast, Paul. Just to throw this one out <laughs> there. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, one. Magic the Gathering Arena. Oh. This is their replacement for the previous Magic the Gathering Jewels free-to-play online game. To progress, you need to earn VC to buy card packs, which enables you to build your own decks. You earn VC by earning... You earn VC? Hang on. VC? Oh, gosh. That's a fucking trigger word. What the fuck? Uh, By winning games and completing tasks, e.g. play 25 black or red cards. I've been playing the beta since uh, it started in February uh, the game is good but the playing community seems to have degenerated down to a bunch of whiny bitches all in caps it's pretty good uh, the bail the moment they think they might lose this never seemed to be a problem for me with the older games I realised that it is a card game and that RNG can either win or lose games uh, the other day some weak cunts bailed also in caps sorry uh, bailed after I counted one of their cards they were on 14 you start on 20 hmm. uh, so yeah, we've played Magic. That is that is a weak card move. Um, I definitely was in a better position, but he wasn't even close to losing. I play because I enjoy the contest, and I accept that if I draw five land cards in a row, that I'm well and truly fucked. But I still play to the end. See, I would probably concede if I drew five <laughs> land cards in a row. <laughs> it would be like, maybe that's what happened. Maybe he was on 14, you counted his card, and then he drew another land card. He's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I uninstalled it. 
Um, now they're back on Hearthstone. Yeah, I would uninstall. Yeah, uh, I even appreciate being beaten by someone with a great deck, and it can be like watching a work of art being unveiled. Uh, Job is this bailing culture the same in Hearthstone? I think they need to introduce some penalty for conceding a match. Whoa, that's harsh. Um, yeah, there is a bit of bailing. Uh, I will often, I will always let people play shit out, and the moment I see them BM. Uh, that's when I concede because uh, I don't want to – like I, I want people – I think the idea of building a great deck in Hearthstone is to like have that awesome like wombo combo moment, you know, especially with combo decks. But uh, like even with like less uh, – with decks that, are, that aren't, aren't that critical to – yeah, like where a combo isn't that critical. You still want to have that moment where you actually play to kill your opponent, right? And uh, I don't think it is there. I don't think there is a battling culture in Hearthstone because mm-hmm. the amount of times I played Shutterwalk, which is a horseshit garbage <laughs> fucking cunt hole card, uh, and people would just sit there and watch. Uh, yeah, like fucking. Or, or what was the other one? Yogg-Saron, uh, which is like a random nonsense fucking thing where anything, basically anything can happen, but usually it's going to wind up being bad for the person who didn't play it. Uh, yeah, the amount of times people will just watch it and let it play out, um, yeah, there's there's not that same culture uh, of, of shit country uh, as there is in Magic the Gathering Arena, apparently. Yeah. Um, me, yeah, I will concede the moment someone starts to BM, but uh, otherwise I will always let them play and get their fucking, if they've earned the win, they've earned the win. So yeah. Fuck it. Let them have it. Um, that is a good question. Uh, so I, I'll, yeah. I'll cut in. Um, yeah, yeah, man, like I, I agree that I, I don't like the whole people disconnecting or leaving in the middle of games, like if they're losing. Um, I saw um, one of the guys that does art in the NBA. Um, he was playing 2K19 and he was posting on like Instagram like all the people he was beating. And right. that was something he was whining about. Like people were just leaving mid-game when he was beating them. Right. And um, and that's something I liked about Dota, right? Is in Dota, if you leave or disconnect from a game, you get a penalty. Um, like you can't play for a certain amount of time. And that's, that's where you come into the, all these problems with games like PUBG where it's like, or, or other games where people leave mid-match, if there's no penalty for them leaving, then they're just going to do it. Um, and then you run into that problem of like, oh, well, people don't want to play that map, so then they'll just leave. Well, it's like, well, if you either make the map good or have a penalty in there, they're not, like, not going to leave. And yeah, that, and that's basically one thing that's killed PUBG, right? Is that they put this map selection in so they'd stop people leaving, but they've now isolated people to playing one specific map because nobody plays the other map at all and they've fucked up their queues and yeah um i like games that have penalty systems in for people leaving which is my point it should definitely should be in there i just don't think it necessarily applies uh in a 1v1 card game because uh you still get the win right uh like you do still ultimately get the, the victory yeah. uh, so I don't think um, it's like if they cop the loss and they and then they're punished for leaving that's sort of like a, a double down but what about uh, I definitely get it in Dota 
where people leaving uh, is a punishment for the team they left uh, and the opponents, but it's more about punishing them for abandoning their team and less about punishing them for abandoning their opponents because the opponents are definitely going to win once they've left. Yep. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Um, All right. Two. BFV, Battlefield 5. I am really enjoying this. I've always been a Battlefield fan, but BF4 wore me down. BF4 wore you down. That's crazy. Uh, I kept getting ha- being hammered by guys with more unlocks than me. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, to the point that I avoided BF1. I just got into the last two days of the BF5 beta, open beta, and I really liked the whole thing. It looks fantastic, and the maps chosen have, been, uh, have some vehicles, but they don't feel... But they... You don't but you don't feel left out as infantry. I think some control points need to the destructibility toned down to stop uh, stop them becoming tank fests. I assume this is on the snow map because uh, I didn't feel like there are any maps in particular on the city map mm-hmm. where they were destructible at all, really. Uh, did you guys play the beta? And what did you think? What seems different to BF1? I guess we addressed this already, uh, but yeah. Um, like you definitely um you definitely write that the vehicles don't make you feel left out as infantry uh and i think that is definitely tied to the fact that you know rearming is such a critical element a critical part to the vehicle experience now uh i really hope they don't fucking change anything about that it's so good yeah. uh and and i just hope they stick to their fucking guns not up and do something different you know yeah uh but yeah we did already talk about that i guess uh for half an hour um <laughs> good email paul thank you for writing in um yeah it's good stuff um johnny bravo writes in in our discord yep uh hey gents no questions for a while so i thought i would ask one to prompt some discussion there are different games prompting different uh, promoting different choices of multiplayer game modes. Battlefield 5 proudly advertises eight different MP types plus Battle Royale, whereas a game like Siege has a single MP button that you click and the whole online community joins a random game type as one big loving. What do you think are the pros and cons of each multiplayer presentation strategy and which do you prefer? Personally, I like to mix it up in a Siege setting, but I find uh, if I'm given the choice, I'll just stick to one game type such as only playing Conquest in Battlefield. That said, I find the games with choice are generally short-lived with a community forming uh, posses, I guess, Uh, posses in their own preferred uh, game modes, which they then die off a bit quicker, but these games promoting choice are more often recycled frequently, Cold or Battlefield, whereas the single-choice games, Siege, PUBG, have a bit more longevity to them and a more loyal fan base. An example perhaps being that the PUBG population became fragmented and reduced when the players were offered more choices. Thoughts? What do you think, Luke? Uh, yeah, I, I'm okay with the whole pick, like press a button on games like Siege and just let it play out. Um, you know, what's interesting to me is that um, Battlefield Five had that option. The open beta has that option. You can just click a button and you'll be dumped in a game. Yeah, and it's then got both. Like, theoretically, you could uh, then, like, just kick people out of your squad when you can play with your friends. You can all just join another one person. Yeah. Um, but 
I exclusively join games via the server browser, and it's two extra clicks, and it's a bit of a pain in the dick, but I will use the server browser every single fucking time. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm server browser for life, especially in Battlefield. Um, I can see why you wouldn't do it in Siege, and I think they've done it really, like, they've made a game where it works really well uh, in Siege, Hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, Siege and PUBG have the luxury of being just that single game game time. Um, I I think uh, I think Battlefield One is still going strong, like, and that's two years after release. Uh, it outlasted Battlefront Two, which I mean isn't a, isn't like an achievement. Uh, it's not a huge achievement because uh, <laughs> Battlefront Two died very quickly, but uh, you can still find games in like battlefield 4 and shit yeah like i i don't know that the multi um mode games do die out that quickly i think that but i guess the other thing is that we're talking about games on on a scale where it's almost difficult for them to die out like cod and battlefield you can still play, find people playing COD 4, or you could. Uh, I don't know if the remastered version has changed that, but you can still find people playing COD 4. You can still find people playing World of War. Like, uh, I think they're, they're, so, um, there's so many people who are fans of them overall that, yeah, you just don't wind up um, having to, I guess worry if the player numbers dwindle away like uh i saw PUBG's uh players player numbers yep. drop below a million for the first time in like a year right yep um it's not bad it's <laughs> but considering where they are hilariously yeah. hilariously that is not actually like every single other game almost every well every other game on the planet would fucking kill that those numbers except for maybe seven right yeah uh seven other games don't care but every other fucking game on the planet would kill to have oh we dropped to nine hundred and eighty thousand players uh for a, a while today uh which is yeah bad if but like PUBG's problem is matchmaking like they're all matchmaking but their matchmaking's fucked yeah. That's the problem with PUBG. That's the problem PUBG has. They would not be losing players if their matchmaking wasn't fucked. And if you are going to have a game that is rely- like re- so heavily reliant on matchmaking uh, and the matchmaking's fucked, then the game's fundamentally broken. Mm. That's that's the problem. Like, if Siege... If you click the button in Siege and then couldn't get into a fucking game for 40 minutes, Siege should be fucking dead as well. Yeah. Like... But it's not. It's within like five seconds to thirty seconds yeah. to like we like Nate and I. You don't as as often because you go to bed. You're like grandpa. Um, sure. But like Nate and I will play it three in the morning, four in the morning, and we're getting games popping within like thirty seconds. Yeah, and I understand that it's like, um, it's only eight people or or ten people in a match, but still, it's still working. It's not like it's not like playing peak hour. It's six seven thirty at night, and just having nothing pop for an hour, which is what the PUBG problem was again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bananas. It's crazy, um, and, and that all started because they introduced map selection and match like 
that you had a play now button, you'd press it and it'd put you into a match. Whereas now it's like, all right, what map do you want to play? Um, do you want to play this map? There's currently three maps. And that's what fucked it up. Not only that, but it was like there's different modes. All right, you're playing. There was also that had the war mode in there. Um, yeah. Are you map, map matching with duo squads, uh, solo or solo squads? And then like segregating all thing, all these things. And then like, oh, you're not actually like if you want to play all the maps, you're being put in a separate queue compared to everybody else who wants to play the single map. Like <laughs> it's so it's so poorly implemented. Um, and then having like an MMR system in there and matching people with rankings. And yeah, it just, it was a mess. They did it poorly. Um, and it works well on some games, but that was one game where uh, pretty vocal from the start not to have it put in. And they did it anyway. So, yeah. Um, but like, I feel like it works well in things like Battlefield. Um, Cause there are like a lot of modes in there. There's like grand operations, um, your conquest. Um, there's not capture the flag, is there anymore? But like, there is all these different types of modes you could jump in and play, and not necessarily everybody likes those sorts of things. Or well, they're very different. Like grand operations is a commitment <laughs> to play one of those yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas it's different, it's different being like, I'm going to jump in and play around a battlefield. Grand operations, like, I'm going to play battlefield for two hours and see how we go. Uh, anyway, cool. Anything else, Ad? That's not, that's all I got. All right. That's all the questions. Uh, that is it. That Thanks was so much. Good. Thanks, Johnny. That was a lot. KV. Yep. Good question. Um, that's it. If you want to find us, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store. Haven't heard back from Spotify. Fuck those guys. Um, we're on iTunes now. Sorry, not iTunes. YouTube. We're on YouTube now. Um, oh, yeah, we are too. Yeah, so I've been putting us up on YouTube starting last week. It's literally an audio version of this show with a picture. Um, so don't be like, oh, it's now in video. Like, that's not, we're not at that stage yet. Jeez. Um, but if I don't know, we we've had people in the past ask us to put it put it on there. Um, I guess it's just another way of doing it, and it doesn't take me that long <laughs> to do. Like <laughs> it's a couple extra, you know, 10, 15 minutes work so far. Um, so yeah, it's not too bad. Anyway, so if you want to check that, out, I think it's the GA podcast on YouTube. You should find us. Go subscribe. Um, or you can go to like iTunes or all those other things, The Gap, The GA Podcast. Subscribe to us on those things. Uh, if you want to send us questions, you can email us like Paul, thegapodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can jump onto our Discord page, which is thegapodcast.com slash Discord. And you can leave us questions in there. You can play games. Um, there's a bunch of channels. We're playing Battlefield all weekends. I guess this week will be, uh, I don't know. Blackout. Yeah, some Blackout this weekend. Jump onto the Discord if you want to play some Blackout on PC. Yes. Because we'll definitely be looking for people. That's mm. if you're in the beta. Um, and then you can also join us on social media, facebook.com slash gapodcast, twitter.com slash gapodcast, or you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. Uh, it's got all the links to things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show and uh, other things. I put my Spider-Man review up last week. You can go read that if you want. Don't have to, but you can if you want. People have been reading it. Um, Do it. And that's all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash GA podcast. 
and it helps us pay for things like hosting. And is your Steam on? Is my Steam on? Yeah, and have you got it auto-downloading the PUBG patch? No, it's off. Weird. You're, like, roboting so hard. Nobody nobody will hear it unless I'm roboting. Yeah. But- no, maybe it's on your end. No, I've got no network traffic unless, uh, unless- Your internet's shit, remember? That speed, yeah, unless the internet thing I was talking about is doing what it's doing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, I sound normal, so- Oh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Speed test, uh, 0.8 maybe per second. Yeah, so it's you. Sweet. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, that's it. That's uh, anyone, anyone, anything you want to pimp out or anyone? No robot. I guess if you want. Fine. I'm uploading at 48 megabits per second, so that's cool. pretty good. That's more so- than I'm supposed to be able to. What? Maybe they're changing. Maybe they're changing something. Cool. Uh, all right. Am I, am I still roboting? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. Have you got anything you want to pimp out before you go? Um. No. 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 All right. For me, um, I don't know, man. Uh, Survivor.com. Go there. I'll have some NBA 2K stuff heading up at some stage. Uh, once I write my review. And that's it. Next week should be big. Uh, you'll be back from Thailand. Yes. Talk about Overwatch. Yes. Hopefully should have played some Tomb Raider. Right. That's out Friday. Pretty mixed yes. reactions by the sounds of it. I don't care. I won't play it. Cool. Um, we'll have played something else though. We'll have played more Blackout sure. uh, and something else really big. So something massive, huge, massive. Stay tuned for that one. This is like, um, I feel like from now to the end of the year, we're going to be busy every week with stuff, like a lot of content coming out. So good time to jump on in. But next week kicks it off big time. I guess last week did with Spider-Man, but next week as well. It's true. Yeah. How how much hype is that? (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's it. Thanks everyone for listening. See you next week. Sick. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you.